Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 22. My name is Patrick. I am joined by Seth and Steve this evening. No Josh once again, but that's okay. Say hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hello, everybody. Where is Josh this week? Steve, your thoughts? Oh, man, I wish you didn't throw to me at the start. Uh, he's Seth, at, that's um, what I, I he's... meant to say Seth. Seth, Seth, your thoughts? Uh, he got lost in The Last of Us. He, he got too scared. It's past his bedtime now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I've got a good uh, one. Holding, back holding me, his security back blanket to, to make sure the uh, the quick what? Okay, are you ready? Wait, Seth, Seth, should we should we throw it to Steve? Uh, finish your joke first. Make him wait. That that definitely wasn't a joke in there, Steve. What do you think? Where where where's Josh at? <laughs> I reckon he soft locked himself in Pokemon Red and um, Blue in one of those strength areas in Victor- Victory Road. Man, that that didn't really that wasn't funny at all. Can we move on? Can we start again? No, we can't start again. Unfortunately, we're already a minute in, and the free trial on Audacity tells me that we can no longer go back. So, unfortunately, this is where we're at. So, oh, the audacity of you. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Well, Steve's out. Now we have to restart. Um, interesting thing happened to me at work today. Uh, I found out two things. One, I went into the office for the first time in a couple of weeks, and turns out I've now been at my job long enough that I have interesting workplace stories for people that have started there more recently than me, which... Kind of crazy, given that the last two years I've been one of the more recent hires in most of the conversations I've been with, and now now I'm that crazy old person that everyone's afraid to talk to. Crazy how life works. As opposed to just being that crazy person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, other interesting part of today. Uh, so, your thoughts. You're walking through an office, everyone is gone, and you see an opened, fully opened, no covering anywhere nearby, packet of chalky biscuits in a bowl by someone's desk. It's, you know, seven o'clock at night. No one's around. Everyone's off enjoying, you know, Thursday night drinks. Uh, do you take do, do you take the forbidden chalky biscuit? Yeah, take it. You'd be crazy not to. Is it sitting on their desk? It's sitting on their desk in a bowl. No. Depending what chalky biscuit is it? Are we talking like M&Ms or are we talking like tiny teddies? Well, we're, we're talking, well, hold, hold on. If it's a Tim Tam, <laughs> I'm taking the whole bowl. Oh, yeah. No, we're talking Tim Tams. We are talking uh-huh. original Tim Tams. Yeah, just take the bowl. It yeah, was never there. Yeah, Satan testing it. Yeah, it's <laughs> Satan testing you there. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm going straight to hell because I absolutely grabbed the bowl and offered it to everyone else that was still there afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's good. That's, that's, that's neutral. You have done a good thing and offered it to more people. But it wasn't your thing to offer. So I think you, you've hit neutral. Half, you, half points. You C, did more good than I would have because I wouldn't have told anyone else. I would have just taken it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, because my, my way of thinking, right, is that the office is basically dead on every day that isn't a Thursday. Uh, and so someone leaving, at, like, if, if they had been left in the, in the cover, in the bowl, I wouldn't have touched it. You know, I know, I know my boundaries, but it's the fact that they were just open. Like, they would have gone stale, that like, tomorrow. So... I feel like I did the world a service. Don't call me a hero. Okay. All right. Here's a question for you. Do Tim Tams gone stale? I, I have never even considered the possibility because a fucking packet never lasts me more than about 10 minutes. Yeah, like same, but I'm, I'm assuming that it could happen, you know? It's a safe assumption like, I'm, to I'm, make. I'm open it's to the biscuit. idea. Yeah, true. True. Like you wouldn't leave chocolate out. You wouldn't leave a chocolate Tim Tam out. Would you leave M&Ms out? M&Ms are more of a candy, so yes. Yeah, I think you can leave them out. The, so the, the hard shell. M&Ms aren't a candy with they're, they're like a chocolate candy covered in mm. that sugary shell. What, what do you mean they're not a candy? 
like, candies for me are like like lollies, like things like snakes or um or like gummy bears. Like chocolates are chocolates. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like that harder, like outer shell of it is like the candy part. Mm, I guess so. My favorite thing when I was growing up was like, when I finally learned the difference between Skittles and M&M's. Man. <laughs> you know, and so then you take M- a bowl and mix them together just to fuck with people? That's, what the fuck? That's the worst thing in the entire world. Yeah. And then people yeah, go and take a bite and then they break their teeth? You are the devil. Well, I, I was until I offered other people some of the deliciousness that was chocolate Tim Tams from someone else's ah. desk. So I can no longer be the devil. Anyway, uh, hopefully Josh is back next week. I really should have spent the last couple minutes figuring out some really funny excuse for where he would be. I have no idea. I feel like I've made the underwater joke already. Um, was it his Tim Tams you stole? And he's just really I mean, upset at you? <laughs> definitely possible. Uh, hopefully he doesn't work where I do because in which case, you know, one, one more reason to avoid the office like the plague. I went into the office today and got my flu jab. That's a weird thing to come into the office for. Um, they're giving it away for free. Yeah, the flu jabs are usually free. You went, you went and got a second and third one because they're free. You're basically losing money if you don't. <laughs> well, the, the nice nurse um, gave me a lollipop when I finished. She's like, here you go, have a lollipop. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> See, I, I, that, <laughs> that was the same the thing lollipop. for our workplace uh, a couple months ago. We, oh, no, in, in the last month, somewhere in the last month, we, we had our flu, uh, flu jabs. And so- when I booked my appointment was the slot after the CEO of the company. And I went straight from my desk <laughs> to thinking about work, wait, like waiting for, for my appointment. And then just walked in still thinking about work. And then I only realized after sitting down for the appointment that not only had the CEO gotten up, made a comment about me entering the room, also made a joke and then looked at me for a reaction. And I was just thinking about work the whole time. And I just completely like blindsided him. So uh, all I'll say is it's a good thing. He has no idea who I am. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise otherwise it would be very awkward um anyway uh enough workplace chat we're here for much more fun much more games uh might as well go into round the lounge for this week steve what have you been up to buddy um i'm still um chopping away at the last of us part two i'm nearly done not done yet just yet so we'll save on that conversation you are so week. close to being done though holy I'm very very balls. close like like very if close. you were playing alongside recording this right now you would be finished by the end of this Ah, or it depends how long we record for, I guess. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining for episode 22. <laughs> Got a feeling this is going to be a very short episode. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but, re- but realistically, the, the weather in Sydney is starting to get a bit more sunnier. So I don't really have the excuse to get away with only doing 200 steps a day. Um, so I've started getting back into Pokemon Go. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say it makes, the, it makes it harder to see the screen because it's now sunnier outside more of the time. But it's daylight savings has ended, so the sun goes down at like five o'clock. So by the time I finish work, I'm like, fuck yes, sun's down. Sun's on, TV's on. Wait, sun's off, TV on or something. I mean, um, and anyway. We, we could probably shop that into something more memorable, but continue. Pokemon Go, that's interesting. That's a throwback. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I watched um, The Suicide Squad yesterday on a whim. Wow, um, nothing but topical new release bangers here on Fast Travel Lounge. It just came to Netflix over here, didn't it? Did it? I don't know. I'm, I, I was I feel like it only, for that. Yeah, I feel like it only just happened because I'm seeing a bunch of people uh, talking about the Suicide Squad now over here. All right, then that's that's topical enough for me. Um, but yes, I did watch that yesterday, and that that um, that is a movie. Seth, what have you been up to this week? Absolutely jack shit. I um I played a little bit of Far Cry Six on the weekend with Trinity again. Uh, we only played about like two and a half hours, and it was it wasn't a great experience because. It was glitching out a lot. Oh, that's rough, buddy. I uh, did something what some people would consider crazy. 
some other people would consider legendary and memorable. And marathon three movies at the cinema on Sunday. What the fuck, man? <laughs> what movies? Like by yourself or with someone? Uh, with varying groups of people. So initially there was a, 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 a squad, fuck? a squad of us, if you will, or a, a gaggle of humans uh, that wanted in to COVID see- season? The- <laughs> Not in New Zealand. Uh, well, I guess it sort of is actually. Awkward. Should probably- You guys might be close contacts by speaking to me. Awkward. Um, I went to The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, oh, I want to see that then- so badly. Oh, yeah, yeah, so do I. <laughs> I love the premise of it. Yeah, there was a squad of us that went to that and then came out of that and went, you know what? It's only a uh, 20 minute wait until the uh, until every everything everywhere all at once. Every- wait. Yeah, uh, everything, every- everywhere, yeah all everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. I don't think uh, I've, I think I've heard of that one, but it's not coming to memory at the moment. Fair enough. I uh, saw that and then came out of that one. So that, that was with most of the same people as the previous one. And then uh, somehow, this was entirely by coincidence, but the cinema that I went and saw both of those films at decided that they wanted to run Dune in IMAX uh, at the end of Everything Everywhere All at Once. And so I kind of kicked myself for missing Dune in cinemas because everyone said, oh, it's amazing. You got to go watch it in cinemas. And here, here we are, my, my local cinema being like, hey, got you, bro. How would you like to see it in IMAX? So finally made it to that. Holy shit, what a marathon. Spent like nine hours in the cinema. <laughs> That sounds like a hell of a day. Oh, it was it was great. It was great. I actually wanted to see um, Bad Boys, the the DreamWorks animated one, in the morning, but I I uh, didn't wake up early enough uh, because it was at the unreasonable hour of ten thirty in the morning, and it would have also left to uh, left in like an awkward couple hour break between that and the uh, the unbearable way to master talent. Anyway, I'll probably discuss those super briefly. I uh, also finished the Boys season one. Really topical. Really uh, new release. Not choice. Uh, we'll, we'll, good, we'll get into good. that. Um. I guess people are going to want to know uh, games b- before movies. So why don't why don't we do games? Why don't we why don't we go to Last of Us Part Two? Quick update. You're probably not going to finish it for. Uh, you're going to finish it next week. We'll probably discuss it then. But where are you? I would say where are you up to? You basically at the end. Um, what's the most interesting thing that's happened since last week? Oh man, I don't know. Like the part I was just playing where you're playing as Abby and you meet Ellie and just beating the fucking shit out of her, um, <laughs> and you're not really sure which way it's going to go. She and then it's like, it. Oh, what the fuck. <laughs> Did she? Um, let's have that up discussion next week when I finish the whole thing, and I'll see how the epilogue goes. Because uh, like you do, there's like the you play as um, Ellie for three days, and you play as Abby for three days, and Abby's story is very different to Ellie's, and she goes through her own her own trials, let's say. Um, and then there seems to be like an epilogue that I'm up to, but I've already spent like what twenty minutes into the epilogue, and from what you guys have said, it's quite a ways away until I finish it. So. Um, I'm, not, I'm still well, I mean, really that, enjoying it. Not I'm that s- far. You're you, you definitely got a bit of time. Uh, not, yeah. not nothing crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm still like, I still really enjoyed it. Um, I because I remember seeing all the discourse around it when it came out, and it, it was everyone either hated it or they loved it. Um, I'm probably in the loved it category because, like, it's God forbid, it does something fucking different. Like it, it's unexpected. Like, literally, <laughs> every single thing is unexpected to me. Because um, I was like, oh, they're going to play it pretty safe. And then they don't. And it's like, of course, they're not going to get let the other person um, beat the shit out of like the main character at the start. Oh, they did. Um, of course, they're not going to beat the shit out of the pregnant woman. Oh, they did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just- so that that's interesting. I know that we're going to I swear to God, I've prepped this conversation for like the, full, the last four episodes. But 
Uh, next week, we probably will actually discuss Last of Us Part 2. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but uh, that's interesting to me because uh, a few particularly narrative-driven games, if they do things that are too unexpected, there's the, I believe that a character would do this and I'm shocked by the fact that they would. And then there's the, I don't believe a character would do this and therefore I am shocked that they're being made to do this by the developers. Uh, which of those two camps are you more in when you talk about the game keeps doing things that are unexpected? Because to me, uh, something that the, a game that keeps serving you unexpected content and you don't believe it or you're not really into it would actually detract from the game rather than improve it. So I'm curious as to get your thoughts. No, I, I mean unexpected as in like, oh, this isn't a fucking happy ending. There's a lot of people dying here type of thing. Like <laughs> you, you go to all that effort to save... Um, uh, that girl's arm, only for her to just get shot. <laughs> and it's like, all right, see you later. Um, so it's, it just does a lot of stuff like that. And you're not really, like, it seems like the, the game's coming to an end when you're playing as Ellie, then it swaps over to Abby and you're playing like Abby for like a quite a significant amount of time. And then you get to the part where she meets Ellie and then I'm expecting, oh, cool. Like I'll, now I'll play as Ellie and I'll get revenge and I'll be, uh, I'll kill Ab- Abby. And it's like, no, I'm still Abby. Like I'm, Beating the shit out of her. <laughs> do, um, do you think that how physically different Abby and Ellie are that it shouldn't be as fair a hand-to-hand match as the game makes it out to be? No, not exactly. Um, despite the fact that Abby is built like a fucking 200 kilo brick shit house in one punch would go straight through Ellie's head. Ellie does <laughs> um, in that. She makes up for it with charisma. <laughs> she, 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 she uses min- like she, she min-max speechcraft. <laughs> Well, it's, it's literally Abby just with, like, thunder and pain, which is left and right knuckles. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Ellie's got, like, all of her equipment. So she's, like, when you're versing her and you've got to sneak around to get behind her because she's got, like, a shotgun in one part and she'll set up traps in the other. Or she'll throw a Molotov cocktail at me one time. Um, and she's got a knife on her as well. Like, it's still, it makes up for that. It's, like, brute force, which is Abby, versus the the craftiness of the weapons, which is Ellie, which is... Ellie's coming from learning how to survive with Joel, so she's got all the cunning and craft, uh, craftiness that he would have had. Yeah, exactly, and, and Abby's pretty much just a soldier, soldier. so it's like, all right, cool, fastest way to kill someone is literally to punch him in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it's, it's a, quite a good scene, and it's, like, very tense. Um, oh, there's been so many fucking tense moments um, where it's like, okay, I'm like... 150 beats per minute, like, can we slow down now? And then does something else. And I was like, oh, all right, all right, slow down, slow down. Can we get a quiet moment in here? But yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Take me back to the Joel flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. You, uh, yeah. I, yeah, we'll probably just pencil that in for next week. Hopefully you finish it. Slash might even finish it tonight. Who knows? Uh, cool. Thank you for that. Uh, hmm. I almost wanted to double it into Pokemon Go. Uh, Far Cry 6, Seth. Yeah. Um, what happened? Tell, tell us about the glitches. How funny were they? Scale of 1 to 11. Uh, like a 5 out of 7. Okay, so you <laughs> broke my scale. That's disappointing. So, yeah, we, me and Trin only played this for about two and a half hours because it was getting pretty glitchy and annoying to deal with. Um, The first one we ran into was that uh, Trin was going off on her own driving ahead of me and a truck just uh, spawned on top of her and killed her. <laughs> uh, then there was classic, a the, cl- the classic truck classic you're telling me that that's not a uh, fairly good sli- slash slightly fantastical depiction of Cuba it sounds about accurate <laughs> just trucks out of nowhere 
I've been to Cuba and a truck never spawned on top of me while I was there. But did it spawn on anyone else? That that's what no, you've got to watch saw, out for because well, Yeah, well I mean like Steve, were you were you were you going to Cuba and co op? Um yeah, it was a group or oh, it wasn't there was like four or five of us, so we had like a full party on. Definitely sounds like a mod. But at the same time that I did get very unwell from food poisoning. So yeah, there are times that I wished a truck would <laughs> spawn on top of me and take me out of this fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving swiftly on from that obvious cry for help. Um, continue. So it killed Trent. So what? That just kill- so what? What happens if Trent dies? Does it matter who's hosting or no? It doesn't matter who's hosting. I can e- like if someone goes down, you can either revive them or um if from they under the truck. It- uh the truck <laughs> the truck had uh, like gone past her and like kind of just clipping into the ground and building that was next to her. Uh, so yeah, uh, when, when someone's down, you, they're bleeding out and you can either pick them up or you can let them bleed out and then they'll just respawn next to you. Even in the middle of the, some hectic gunfire missions, uh, I think you need to be away from the gunfire though for them to respawn next to you. Um, we did a mission where I completely fucked up, set off the alarms, had an entire militia come after us. And after I died, I respawned in the helicopter next to Trinity. I, I thought I was spectating her and I was like, wait a second. She's uh, she's driving. I'm in a passenger seat. I'll just jump out and parachute out and then start shooting people again. Uh, Fair enough. There was a point where she couldn't swap her guns for some reason. So that was another glitch that happened. Um, every time a, a, a glitch happened where um, something wasn't working on her and we ended up having to quit out to the main menu, which still keeps you and your party together, thankfully. Um, so you don't have to keep reconnecting and connecting to each other. It's just quit out of the oh, game. That's kind of a nice touch. Yeah, quit out of the game and then load back into the map, and that fixed mm. the issue. Uh, and the third glitch I remember seeing was just similar to the truck spawning from the from out of nowhere. It was just a truck sta- uh, in the middle of the road just levitating off the floor by, like, three feet. All right. That's, um, I... <laughs> So you said having fun. Woody. Did you want to? Are you, are <laughs> you to going to go Woody, back couldn't to figure it out? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what it, Steve said. It's still fun. It was just that one session was kind of annoying to deal with. So we put it down for the day, and we'll uh, we'll get back to it later. It's just right now I've been busy. We thank you for your service what? in editing this content. Oh, I wasn't even just editing the content. I've been busy with a lot of things. Even Krispy Kreme. It's been ten minutes. We haven't said anything about Krispy Kreme. I know. It's, it's weird. We'll lose our contract. Well, I, I was trying to play hard to get, but I guess you two really just wanted to come in, huh? Um, well, that's going to be awkward. They're going to realize that... Uh, How can I play hard to get? I'm hard to want. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing but, cries from, nothing but cries for help from Steve this evening, huh? Um, Is there a truck spawning on me yet? <laughs> it's a Krispy Kreme truck. You, <laughs> click oh. your heels three times. So there's no place like Krispy Kreme's home and uh, truck spawns. Oh, the last thing I want to mention for Far Cry 6 was that uh, yeah. I also found the uh, uh, the cockfighting arena where you just get a rooster and uh, you can PvP with your co-op partner. Oh, so this is different from the Randy Marsh version of cockfighting. Yeah, cock completely magic. different from that, yes. This is, this is okay. getting roosters and I use the one that was based on Ken from Street Fighter because for some reason that's a rooster in the game. Oh, <laughs> I think I think we mentioned this a few uh, like a while ago that like the the roosters can actually do Street Fighter moves, can't they? 
Yeah, they have uh, absolutely they, crazy. Yeah, they have a meter like a revenge meter. So if you're starting to get low on health, you can activate a Street Fighter style super move. Man, remember back when Far Cry was much more accurate, where you had to survive a war torn like country and deal with malaria back in Far Cry Two? No, I didn't play that one. <laughs> that, that one was pretty good. It was a, it was a simpler time. There weren't, there weren't any street fighting chickens. I'll tell you what. Uh, anyway, interesting. Uh, do you think you're progressing with the game? Slash, do you intend on finishing it, or is it the sort of game that you're just going to continue messing around with and probably not finish the campaign? I uh, will. We'll get around to finishing the campaign. Uh, this last session we didn't get a whole lot of the way through because of all the hiccups along the way. But yeah, it is something that I do intend on finishing. I see. Thank you for that update. Look forward to hearing more. Uh, Pokemon Go, that's an interesting throwback. Uh, I know that in my case, this is this is preempting you to figure out what you're going to talk about this, Steve. Um, I know that in my case, Pokemon Go has just stopped giving me notifications because I didn't leave my house for so long that it kept telling me, hey, Slacking would really like a berry, and I kept ignoring it, and now it just doesn't even bother. Uh, so why Pokemon Go all of a sudden? Oh, what the fuck slacking is so hard to roll. Um, I, I, every every <laughs> six months, six to eighteen months, like the the urge to just sort of like you know what I want to play that for a bit like overtakes me. Um, and I'm sort of just doing it as a way to sort of encourage me to get. Especially when I'm working from home, I find that it's like I'll get to five o'clock and it's like you know what I haven't left the house today and I'm not leaving the house now. It's too dark outside. <laughs> so I've decided to you like to bring it back up, start playing it again to sort of encourage me to. To hit those 10,000 steps. And on a, on a semi-related note, I got a new smartwatch as well. Um, one of the Garmin SQs. Um, it does smartwatch things, like tracks my steps and tells me when I need to um, do some steps. Um, so, yeah, it's just an, a bit of a healthy living. Getting those legs pumping outside, getting the vitamin D from the sun, and flipping some Pokeballs. See, that, that's interesting because I, I've read uh, conflicting reports because I, I also have a smartwatch. I've read conflicting reports that some people say that the smartwatch will count your Pokemon Go steps and other people say that it won't. So have you found that that it is counting or are you just, you, you're walking with your phone anyway, you just also have a smartwatch and wanted to flex on everyone? Uh, it's a bit of both. Um, well, because if I'm, if I'm walking outside Understandable. of the house, <laughs> if I'm walking outside of the house, I need my smartwatch so I can get my smartwatch steps. Then I also need my phone for my Pokemon Go. I think it talks to Google Fit. That's what I heard, but I couldn't get, I couldn't get my one to sync up. For the adventure sync. Yeah, I couldn't get my uh, one to sync up for, for whatever reason. Um, gave up probably too quickly, but I don't know. Just couldn't get it to go for me. Yeah, well, realistically, because the, the adventure, like how much more steps like will you do? Like the they've got an event on at the moment that, so eggs take like half the amount of distance to sort of hatch them. So instead of like 12Ks, it'll be 6Ks or. Oh yeah, that that's the, the usual, the, the world's in COVID lockdown. We're just going to drop the egg requirement. Um, I, I, uh, like to go running through my local nature reserve, uh, and I don't like having a bulky S10 plus smartphone in my pocket while I do so. So I just go with my, with my smartwatch. So whoa, having the ability whoa, to whoa. sync that would be, would be pretty great. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you go running like without any music or a podcast or anything? No, no, that, that, that's what the smartwatch does. It's, it's, oh, it's not a regular watch, Steve. Oh, your smartwatch like holds music? D- d- does yours not? Um... I've never actually tried it to be honest. I usually bring my phone anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, um, mine. So my mine is a Samsung smartwatch. <laughs> welcome, welcome yeah, back to the Samsung. Well, welcome back to the smartwatch review podcast. Um, uh, so mine. I'm just a Garmin pleb. Yeah, but mine, mine, I have to put on a mobile plan for. It's like ten bucks a month or something. That's like actually fairly reasonable. But it comes with unlimited data. 
So I just I just use Spotify through my smartwatch and some Bluetooth headphones and everything works oh, great. Oh, yours is one of the data ones. Okay. No, my yeah. one does not have any um, ah, I see. data at all. It just, it's all through my What's phone. it like being poor? Uh, pretty good. I'll be quite honest with you. I saved a lot of money on this. I got it for like half price. Um, I'm already attached to my phone anyway. I'm not going anywhere without it. So <laughs> now I don't have to even get it out of my pocket to see if the yeah. group chat's popping off, as they say. <laughs> yeah. If the group yeah, chat is enough. bussing. <laughs> that shit do be bussing. Um, okay, so uh, in this event, I'm assuming it's not just the fact that eggs are half distance. What else have you been up to? What have you been? What, what's what's your main buddy Pokemon? That's usually the the Pokemon Go catch. What are you what are you trying to get candy for at the moment? Uh, well, I'm not trying to get candy for anything. Or I'm trying to get Spritzy, which is a Gen Six Pokemon that evolves via a special item in the normal games. But in Pokemon Go, you have to have it travel with you for a bit, and you've got to feed it like 25 um, treats or sweets or whatever they're fucking called. Candy. Um, yeah, I'm still not sure because like the my my realm of sphere of Pokemon Go is weird because I only have um, certain Pokemon like the legendary Pokemon's are only in raids. Mythical Pokemon can only be obtained through like, for lack of a better term, quests that they that they do, which I think they're called research tasks. Yes, and there yep. there are some Pokemon her. that are like region specific as well. Yes, like, uh, uh, which fucking you, boggles you, my mind. Have you got any Relicanth? I don't think so. I do not think so. Okay, I think Relicanth, that, that, that's, that's a common that's one around where I am. One. But I, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if it's New Zealand or just Oceania. I don't know how specific they get. But yeah, I got a, I got a bunch of Relicanth kicking around. Mm, maybe I can trade you. Um, add me. Mm. Send me some gifts. We're, this is, we're getting back into it, fellas. <laughs> Pokemon Go making a return. Um, yeah, that's cool. I... Um, I got, I, I was definitely more into it, uh, particularly back when I was at uni. It was just sort of like a, a fun um, thing to do with some mates. Uh, not not when it was like super hype, but you know, when it was sort of petering out past that point, it was still quite fun to do. Um, definitely kept it going for a little bit since uh, moving to Auckland to my job. But I don't know, the, the, the last lockdown from whenever that was, September last year, August last year, I don't know, it's all kind of a blur, time, time is meaningless. Um, I'm just, I just, I, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I just, I, uh, I put it down and I just haven't really picked it back up. And I just, I know that if I give in and I pick it up again, I'm going to be straight back in, just straight back on that grind. Uh, but I, I also think that, uh, whenever I do boot it up again, it's going to say, oh yeah, you've traveled like 200 kilometers with slacking. Here's like 50 billion candy. Well, that's what you want, isn't it? Like, I mean, it kind of is, but the problem is like, I just, I don't play it. Like all of the... All of the gyms are just covered by all of the people that actually care. Like, have, have you have you put any money into Pokemon Go? Actually, actually, Seth, have you played Pokemon Go at all? You're being really quiet. I have. I just haven't had a chance to jump in. Oh, <laughs> sorry, jump in now, bro. It's also the last time I played Pokemon Go was uh, years ago, right before Johto came out. I got a uh, Growlithe, and once I had the Growlithe, I was done. I was happy. I need to go back and get a Totodile just to be happy with that, too. They sent my comment at the moment, actually. I've found a couple. Uh, yeah, so you probably haven't played it. You haven't played it since like 2016. Then what the fuck? Man, yeah, something like that. It's been a long while. Mm. Time to jump in, uh, big fella. So have have either of you spent money on it? No. No, I will not be spending. This is a free to play game, my friend. I do not need to spend money. Um, there are a couple of convenience things that I can tell would make my life a lot easier if I did spend money. I got a couple of coins to upgrade the items because my fucking bag's always full. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't really fucking matter. Like, oh no, I can get like an extra 200 Pokeballs to fit in. That doesn't really matter because 
Um, but yeah, there's there's no way I spend money for it. The only thing that I could be caught spending money on on that game is like if I wanted to have a living Dex in Pokemon Go, and I'm like, no, I already have a living Dex in the uh, PokeBank. I don't need one in the mobile game. And how you uh you had to trade uh a Pokemon into uh yeah I need it? to get like Melmetal at some go- point. Yeah, yeah, the Let's Go Safari Mel, yeah. thing to get Mel Metal to open the mystery box. Yes, yeah, I've got. A, that's how I got my Meltan and my Mel Metal. I think I'm just. Ages, yep, I, got them. I think my mum has them, so I'll just steal them from her. Mum plays Pokemon Go. That's based. That's that. That's that's crazy. Like the the like to me. If 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 I heard that sentence, I would assume uh I left something at my parents' house that has a Meltan or a Mel Metal on it. Not that my parents would have any idea. Like of any of that so that that that's base as fuck <laughs> yeah but it did like there was that sort of period of time when like it was like 2016 it was fucking everywhere everyone Every was, playing was playing it. it pokemon yeah. go to the polls the only yeah, people i memes as don't well. know if they were playing it were like actual literal boomers <laughs> no even like my grandparents got into it like even though they really understood what it's they that's didn't really understand what a smartphone was and i had to speak with my granddad for like 20 minutes on and how it um, works and set it up for him. And he just for him to catch like a, like the fire lizard and then for him to put it down and never touch it again. He's like, Do I don't remember get people it. were selling those 3D printed, like help you catch and throw the Pokeballs in a straight line accessories. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, the, the screen guides or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, what, right. what, what team did your granddad join, Steve? Um, I honestly couldn't remember. It's so long ago. And I was very what, what, what team are you a part of? Down. Um, the fire one instinct, isn't it? I um, think it's instincts. I think, I think blue is the mystic. I, and I joined, the, I joined, instinct, I joined instinct, the mystic, mystic and valid and va- valor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Red uh, was valor. Yeah. I'm the red one. Yeah. This up real quick. The yeah, red one. Honestly, yeah. It's been so long and it doesn't really fucking mean anything. Yeah. Instinct, yellow, mystic, blue, valor, red. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, right. I joined the glue eaters, which is the yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> Just like real life, the navy color. Yeah. <laughs> gotta stay consistent. Yeah, gotta stay humble. <laughs> um, that's interesting. So, do, do you think this is just kind of like a you needing an excuse to go do something? Or are you going to stick with this for a bit? You're going to put it down again? Where, where are you at? Where are you at with this? Realistically, I don't know. What I, I might stick with it for about a month and then literally be like, you know what, I'm done. And just not touch it for another year. Um, but what I am using it for... It's like complete my living decks in Pokemon Home with a bunch of mythicals that I don't have, um, because the I can transfer things from Go to Home. Um, I was able to transfer um, a Genesect, which I did need. So now I've only got like Volcanion and Deance left, I think, and Maguna, Magina, however you pronounce that, and, um, and then I'm done. Um, no, I've got Hooper because they did a distribu- distribution of that in a Mega Ruby that I picked up. Um, I just had that line around, but I didn't pick up. And uh, Meloetta? Oh, I've got a Meloetta as well. Um, for some reason. For some reason, I've, I've got a bunch of weird mythicals. And uh, Marshadow. Some things are not from. I've got a Marshadow. Actually, no, I need a Marshadow as well. I need it. Hey, there we go. I knew that I eventually throwing up. I wonder if I have two Marshadows yeah. because I know I have uh, one. If you do have one, I will trade you um, a Meltan for it or something. I'll, like I'll need a, um, <laughs> I'll need the Gen 8 to, uh, event. The, the weird it's monkey thing. Yeah, I've got two Zeroods. Um, just by by chance. I'm sorry. Did, did did you just refer to the greatest Pokemon unite jungler slash top planer uh, as the weird monkey thing? Yeah, yeah, I did. What are you he, gonna do about not, it? No, 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 no,
No, you're thinking of Pat. You're thinking of Zarud. No, you're thinking of Zerora, which is that electric. I thing. am actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. What? What, what was Saf? What did you say? I, <laughs> I, I called the other bet. one a weird monkey thing. Zerora is like a weird leopard thing. Uh, incorrect, sir. Uh, Zeraora is more of a weird monkey thing than a weird leopard thing. What weird leopard thing are you thinking of? So, Zeraora is like a yellow thing, right, Pat? That yellow yes. leopard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a one. cat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then well, Zerud is like a bi- monkey. Bipedal. Yeah, it's just a leopard on two legs. Am I going crazy? Maybe I'm just going crazy. I, I swear, all of my hours of slaying younglings in Pokemon Unite should have prepared me for this moment, but I am just- It's done nothing uh, for you. Yeah, and then it's not to be confused oh, with Zerud Sandstorm. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, I completely forgot Zerud existed because it just looks like a weird um, redoing of Zygarde. Yeah, it does. It's like another form Zygarde bit, could yeah. have yeah. taken. Yeah, I completely forgot Zerud existed. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, we've spent a while talking about Pokemon Go, which I don't think anyone other than you was playing, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> so it does still have like a- we move on. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, move on, move on. It's, if you want to go outside, play it. If you don't want to go outside, don't play it. That's what it is. Uh, for me, final thing I'll say on it. For me, uh, the game basically died when Niantic went, hey, I know that we used to have a public API that people could plug into and show when Pokemon was spawning around the map, but we're going to make it so that that's impossible now. Pretty much kill the game. It used to be this really cool thing of like, hey, message group chat. This Pokemon is, you know, nearby or going to show up at this time. And then it died. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I don't know. Finding a Pokemon randomly is like kind of fun that you need. It's like, oh, oh, oh whoa, I need that one. But then at the same time, you're right. Like, but anyway, you no, could make a whole big thing out of it of like, hey, this this uh, very cool Pokemon's coming. Let's all go meet up. Yeah. yeah well, well, got, like, oh, anyway, let's, let's push on. It's a mega odd game. I'm using it to fill time. That and we spent more time than on than I thought we would. How were the movies <laughs> that you saw, Pat? How was the marathon? Oh, oh, thank, thank, thanks for asking, Steve. Uh, let me tell you what. Um, so started. Pic- picture this. Picture this. You walk into your local cinema. You're, you're feeling feeling you're pretty the good. Pictures, yeah, uh, I'm picturing it. You're yeah, yeah, picturing the yeah, pictures. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you you you, you walk got on. Popcorn? Wait, no. Hold up. Hold up. You, you don't even walk on in there. You you slide on in there. They roll out the red carpet for you. They know you're about to spend nine hours of your hard-earned life dollars. Life hours. That's what I meant to say. Uh, at, at this establishment. So they, they roll out the red carpet. You you don't even walk on the red. You float along that red carpet. Straight to the ticket booth. You don't need to sit in line and get tickets like a pleb. You've already got your tickets. You booked them in advance. You know where you're sitting. You roll up to the counter. You whip out your phone. You use the uh, QR code so gonna, that they scan in and, and give you your... T- <laughs> they're going to out something you, else, eh, big fella? <laughs> you, you, you open Pokemon Go and then realize, shit, I clicked the wrong button. And then you open the PDF that <laughs> no, has no, your no, QR code it. in it. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that, that was the unbearable way to massive talent. Nicholas Cage film. Uh, really enjoyed it. I got a uh, large popcorn, large drink. Classic combo. Uh, I, I will say the Nicholas Cage film. It's, it's very stupid. <laughs> That's what I was hoping it would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, but in a good it is, way? It's, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's hard to describe because, like, I, um, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm working on a short film slash I enjoy making short films of friends, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I, I didn't appreciate know that. Plug your, the- short, plug your short film. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Welcome to the short <laughs> film cast. Still, yeah, still, still You've got a works, platform you can ad- advertise now. <laughs> if you'd like Chill. to buy tickets to see this online when we release it. <laughs> Chill, my dude. Chill. <laughs> um, 
you know it, so uh every year i like to compete in the 48 hour film competition which is like a it's like a reasonably big thing in new zealand i don't know if there's an equivalent uh, elsewhere but for 48 hours they so basically over a weekend um the the people that organize it will give you a uh randomly assigned genre and then usually a character a prop and like a particular shot that you need to use and i always really enjoy doing that i've done that since uh high school it's been quite fun uh almost every year had to skip a couple years because of uni commitments and stuff but uh almost every year i've competed and so uh last year yeah last year uh we were throwing about ideas for the 48 hour film festival and then we me and one of my mates that you know we basically do this as like a project together uh came across an idea that we both were really into but it wouldn't really fit as like a 48 hour film so we've we've spun that into its own thing so we're slowly putting together what's probably going to be like a 30 minute short film uh which we have finished a good chunk of the pre-production for uh you know, lining up uh, a shoot week, got the actors, got the set, got the equipment, just need to finalize all the details and then pull the trigger on this bad boy. Um, look forward to me shilling that once I, <laughs> once I cool, have, that's cool. talk about with it. Um, you if you want to hear Hollywood. more about that, I, yeah, thank you. Uh, if you want to hear more about that, let me know because I, I think that talking about that's sort of different to what this is kind of like what Fast Travel Lounge is typically tailored to, but Always happy to talk about it discussed. Anyway, so I, I appreciate how a film is put together. The writing of the Nick of the Nicolas Cage film is very cliched, very contrived. Like it's it's super formulaic, but it just kind of adds to the entertainment value because it means that you know what's coming next. And it's it's a good watch. It's not a good film from like a technical point of view. Oh no, no, I'm not expecting that at all. I, but I'm it's very ex- entertaining. Yeah, I'm expecting so much schlock, but just like it's stupid fun to watch. Yeah, ba- basically that. It's it's a good time. Uh, there was so um the trailers the the, the trailers slash uh, prep material sets it up pretty well. Uh, the one piece that I I was not ready for was how much his family would have a role in it. And I don't know how much of that is just like this film is Nick Cage's therapy session and how much of it was just done <laughs> to like play up the script. But uh, there's like a worrying amount of I wasn't that I wasn't around for my daughter's development and I'm worried that she's becoming emotionally distant from me as a result. And it's kind of like, is that is that, is that a bit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like he's sort of laying this all bare. That's kind of that's kind of a lot. <laughs> so is it supposed to be like a biopic of his life? No, God, no, no, no! It's it's a parody of um uh, what people think Nick Cage is like because he's always playing super crazy roles and everything, and yeah, and then so they just went all in on like, hey, let's make a movie about Nick Cage being an insane person that just let yeah. fame get to his head. Uh, okay. So, so he yeah, he yeah, I didn't think it was. plays he plays himself. So it's Nicolas Cage playing as Nicolas Cage, uh, and the whole plot of the film is that he goes for a he he wants to go for one last big like movie performance and then retire and uh he ends up missing out on that movie performance and there's a backup plan slash offer at the same time of just showing up at like his number one fan's house over in Spain and just hanging out being a celebrity guest for like the weekend and so he does that and it kind of spirals into a CIA plot to bring down a drug kingpin, but he's still like it's still Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage the whole time. So him acting as a spy is Nicolas Cage acting as Nicolas Cage acting as a spy. <laughs> it's it's incredibly meta. 
Ah, yeah. Okay, well, what do you think about it? I mean, I, that's what I say. I, it's it's a super entertaining watch. I I didn't, you know, it, it's not gonna. Uh, there there are lots of films that I've seen that I I leave the cinema and I think, wow, that was deep and made me reconsider something on a philosophical level. That was not this film. Yeah. <laughs> this, this film, I I walked out with a big grin on my face and went, I'm probably never seeing that again. But I'm enjoyed <laughs> that. But I, but I'm glad that I watched it. I sure hope you know Nick I mean? Cage like, is okay. <laughs> yeah. you just get those films that it's just dumb entertainment for 90 minutes and that that's all i wanted the film to be and that's what the film delivered i'm fine with that it was yeah, yeah was that sounds time. exactly what i want from that movie when i eventually watch it yeah no it's it's, mm. it's good um yeah from like a, a technical like you know gripping cinematic creation side probably a five out of ten but like just entertainment it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage for 90 minutes easy oh, like oh so you're using Josh's Pokemon game scale <laughs> yeah exactly um then uh came out of that and then saw everything everywhere all at once holy shit it is so hard to describe what this film is it's a it's a multiverse film which is absolutely pushing like absurdist abstract stuff to the extreme Somehow they got Jamie Lee Curtis on board. They made her look like just old and haggard, which is, I don't know. On one hand, I super appreciate that. On the other hand, I, I really enjoy Jamie Lee Curtis as an actress. So it's kind of weird where they put her in a position where she sort of played up to be this old haggard character. And you're kind of on board because you like Jamie Lee Curtis, but you're also like, but she deserves better, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to do her like this? <laughs> Um, oh, actually, fun fact after the fact, uh, after watching it, someone pointed out that the, um, so it, it's a husband and wife, uh, and daughter going through, going through a multiverse plot. I really can't expand on the plot because I could sit here for an hour and describe what happens and it still wouldn't make any sense. Uh, but the husband in that trio is the young kid from Indiana Jones 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember hearing cool. about him being in a movie. Yeah. So that, that was like a nice, uh, it's definitely not a small world moment, but just one of those like, huh? And Where have you been? Is- <laughs> yeah, exactly, and he is—he is absolutely fantastic in it. He is—he is so good. Um, so uh, a, a multiverse film, uh, at least th- this version of the multiverse film, is that uh, all three—the the, the um, uh, wife, husband, daughter trio—are all playing themselves but there are multiple versions of themselves and so to have you know like the husband the the indiana jones uh kid play uh like a fairly uh i want to say normal take that to mean what you want it to mean normal character for part of it and then just an absolutely crazy bundle of energy for part of it and then like a confused character for a part of it just because it's the different multiverse like personas and stuff excellent time <laughs> it's, it's the the thing that i will give it all the credit that it deserves for everyone i i haven't known anyone that's watched this film that hasn't enjoyed it and it's so absurd and so original as a piece of cinema that it is so refreshing because i enjoy a good superman film I, you know uh, like superhero film i'm not gonna take that away i enjoy a good comedy i enjoy a good uh I haven't enjoyed any of the recent Fast and Furious films, but like I enjoy a good action film. You know what I mean? Like, like I enjoy cinema for the sake of cinema, but to have something like Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is just so off the deep end crazy, 
it's just really nice that someone or a group of people came together and just made a film like that because they're, so, they're really pushing what they can do sort of thing. Yeah, like a lot of cinema is kind of iterative improvements or slight changes on, you know, stories we've seen before. A lot of things are following before. the Disney formula at the moment. That too, yeah. So this was just an absolute breath of fresh air and it was fantastic. Oh, it was great. The The ending, if I have to take something away, the ending did drag on a little bit too long, but like even even when it was trying to wrap the story up, it was still just dripping in absurdist, crazy, multiverse, uh, <laughs> I don't know, storytelling that- uh, you you noticed that it was you know conti- it was still at the ending of the film, but you just sort of let it play out because of how they were doing it. Like it, it was fine all up. You just sort of leave the cinema and go like, did they really need that long to to tell that part of the story? But no, a- absolutely just awesome. Highly highly recommend you go and watch. So to spoil what I'd end the podcast with, which is what am I going to do the next week? Um, I'm going to go see the new Doctor Strange movie on Saturday morning. And oh shit! Yeah, I gotta see that. All the trailers are like doing a lot of that. They're going in that same sort of direction that you're talking about with everything, everywhere, all at once, but more on like mm. the VFX level sort of thing side of things. Yeah, and I'm very yep. interested to see uh, how that all plays out. But um, yeah, yep. there's a lot of multiverse stuff coming out recently. I I want to say it's because uh, Spider Verse was such a fantastic movie. Yeah, and now uh, now everyone wants their own live uh, live action Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Is your movie gonna have um, parallel universes, Pat? <laughs> yeah, the the short film that a friend and I are putting together on zero funding from other people is gonna be very VFX heavy and multiverses. And <laughs> great to hear, great to, great to hear you guys. Actually, um, we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get the, the, to the get ghost it. the the ghost of Bruce Lee in there. It's gonna be gonna be great. Just just he, use the trial version of Houdini. It'll be fine. <laughs> we got Houdini at home. Yeah, no, no, true. Houdini is an actual VFX uh, application. All right, then. Thank you for clarifying. I, I totally knew it, by the way. Um, was, it was yeah, for he, the was people checking. he was just checking. Yeah. It's for Josh. A ghost Josh. Yeah. <laughs> ghost is Josh in a parallel universe? Is that where he is? Oh, mm. maybe. But the parallel universe is actually the events of Last of Us 1. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Lounge Travel Fast. <laughs> He's in the past. Sl- yeah, he is. S- slow um, finally, something uh, walker. Finally of the three, I uh, went and saw Dune. Started at 8 p.m., finished at about 10.45 odd. Saw it's it such IMAX. a fucking long movie. It's, it's a very long film. Oh my God, though. The cinematography. Jesus. Like, <laughs> awesome. Just awesome. Yeah, like, this is to- pretty good. To, to watch that as a film is just excellent. I'm not going to say it's the best film I've seen, you know, even recently, just because, like, the problem that I have with Dune is that it's already long and it, it doesn't really follow the typical kind of three-act structure that most films do. And they knew that going in because they're making a part two, as far as I understand. Yeah, no, um, and yeah, when you finish that movie... Because when I saw it, I'm like, hmm, I know there's a part two coming out because I didn't fucking close up anything. Exactly. <laughs> and so you're you're watching this stuff play out and you're kind of like, you know, it, it, it's not where is this going, but 
that thought is crossing your mind where it's like, you know, I've been in the cinema for, for two hours and it doesn't feel like this is approaching any kind of uh, position where it wants to wrap anything up, which is mm. fine. It just makes it harder to, uh, like, it makes you feel like you need to pay more attention to it because nothing's closing up. It's still feeding you information rather than reducing that that burden on your brain. Uh, and so I haven't read the books and I haven't, what well, book, and I haven't watched the, the previous, um, uh, what was it, 80s movie or whenever they, they did the previous one. Yeah, there's like uh, so six I, books, I, by the way. Yeah, so I, I, know, I know nothing. I know nothing about the, the story or the universe yeah, or anything. Yeah, I, I just and, mean in the sense of it, there's six, they're probably going to be covering multiple books if they're going to be franchising this. Yeah. But I really enjoyed what I saw. And uh, Denny Villeneuve, uh, the director, massive fan of his work. Uh, I probably would plug uh, Arrival. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Arrival. His sci-fi from back in like 2016. Probably one of my favorite sci-fi films just ever. Uh, Hmm, Interesting. Really, really, really good. Uh, But yeah, to to have him do uh, a very, very well done cinematographic like from a cinematography side uh, piece. Yeah. I came away from that going, man, I really want to you know, revisit how, how I'm planning to do some stuff, even just for my short film. So it was, it was, yeah, awesome to watch. And especially in IMAX where it's just, everything is just such a big scale. It, it was, it was awesome. Anyway, that, that was all of my Sunday. <laughs> so which one, which movie did you like the best? Uh, I, I'm a sucker for a good sci-fi, but because they didn't wrap anything up, I probably would have to give it to Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, was uh, it in a Cage movie and its absurdity? No, because Everything Everywhere All at Once was even more absurd. <laughs> like, okay, if, fair. If, it- if, 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 if Nicolas Cage was in Everything Everywhere All at Once, I wouldn't have even blinked. I would have just been like, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, if, it was if, the only way to make the, the movies uh, like, more absurd. Yeah, if if part of the, if one of the multiverses was then filming the unbearable weight of massive talent, I would have been like, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> this checks <laughs> <I'm on> out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, can cannot recommend that enough. Yeah, you 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 need to be prepared for something being very absurdist and very like like it won't make sense, and you probably won't. You, you might not even understand it when you walk out of it uh, when you walk out of the film. But if you can get past that, definitely my favorite film that I've seen this year, hands down. It's it's amazing. Um. Yeah, that's, as I say, that was my Sunday. That was my nine hours of giving money to event cinemas. <laughs> hey, as long as you had a good cinemas. time. As long as you had, oh, as long as you had a good had event, a, had a right? a great time. Oh, true, true. All right, so this uh, is, this is going to be an admission for me, and I don't want to be kicked off the podcast when I say this. I am, like- not, I am not a fan of popcorn. I think it is overrated, and I do not like it. That's fine. Patrick, we have to move on before I do something I, I regret. Wait, wait, wait. I, I do have to ask, though, is this all popcorn? Because there is some real bougie popcorn available at some places. I'm thinking of event cinemas again, where it's called like parlor brand popcorn. You can get like sweet and salty or chocolate or cheese, like various like takes on the classic popcorn. Are you anti all popcorn or just anti the kind of nothing flavor that is regular popcorn? Um, I haven't even heard of that other stuff before, but I'm anti all popcorn. It gets stuck in your teeth. It's too salty. I finished something I'm like, I'm so thirsty. No. Seth, me- we're going to have to move on before I do something that you g- might regret. Give me a whole kilo of Chucky in the cinema and I'll eat that and I'll feel really sick, but I'll enjoy it. <laughs> give, me, give me an entire package of Tim Tams that someone next to me opened and left See, on their chair. Popcorn is so salty <laughs> because they want you to buy the Maltesers with it to, uh, to like 
get the sweetness from the Maltesers to offset the salt. No, no, you're doing it all wrong. So what you do, right, is before a movie starts, you go to your local Woolies. You yeah, get- <laughs> yeah, of course. You go to the Woolies <laughs> because uh, because uh, cinema Maltesers are fucking expensive. No, 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 yeah, no and, you're and, not getting and, Maltesers. And you buy a goon. No, I'm you sorry, buy two- we're, we're not getting we- Maltesers? No, we're no, not getting Maltesers. No, we're not buying a goon bag either. You're getting a two-litre iced coffee, goon. preferably dare. Um, you're going to chug that in the cinema, and you're also going to get... Um, some I think I can't remember what they're called, but they're like brand name honeycomb chocolates, and they're three dollars, and you get like five hundred grams. Mwah. Whoa, man! Now that's why movies done because you got the coffee that'll keep you stimulated. You got the chockies in the honeycomb. Mwah. He's what if what if Patrick, they did chockies before popcorn. I do something you regret? <laughs> All right, that was the magic word. We're moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Uh, so where are we at? I, I swear, I swear, I had this all in a list beforehand. Wait, uh, wait, wait. should be at news. Now. Suicide Squad. Oh right, oh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Nothing oh, yeah. but movies um, this week. Yeah, Suicide Squad. How was it? Movie cast. Um, well, you watch movie how, on how, marriage, I guess. Have how, you guys how, seen how it? You, I have how, not seen it, but I, I want to. I saw it on. A, I want to say that I saw it on a plane. I think I saw it like on TV, like a regular human as well. At some point, I definitely didn't see it in cinemas. We're, we're talking I, about I the John it. Cena one, though, right? Yes, the Suicide what? Squad, the one that came out yeah, last year. Yeah, uh, really stupid names. One's called Suicide Squad, and the other's called the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I. I th- oh, yeah. so this isn't the DC comic one? No, 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 no they're, it they're is. both DC it's, comic ones. It's the sequel to the 2017 one. But the sequel is called the Suicide Squad. Yes, while the original <laughs> is called Suicide Squad. <laughs> I love that they tried to retcon it already. Um, no, okay, I haven't seen this one at all. I've seen the original 2017 one. At yeah, some point, that one's I okay. Seen the one last year, um, I didn't like the original. I it's weirdly, okay. I I it's thought it was fine. a film. I th- th- this sounds kind of weird to say. I thought it was a better film to listen to than to watch. <laughs> Movie podcast. Mm. <laughs> sort of strange <laughs> like, things to say. Like it had it had a great soundtrack, and the sound design all in all was pretty good. But the visuals were just kind of. Blair. I and can so get much behind that because was... of old radio shows like uh god what's the movie I'm trying to think of the one where Martians come to the world and when Mars take attacks over. no not when Mars attack War of the Worlds I think it was War- oh yeah War of the Worlds yeah yeah War the of the Worlds Sky? was a radio show before it was a movie that's right everybody yeah, thought true. it was real because fucking boomers in the 30s yeah because it was on the radio best, and the radio yeah, was be- new- best real. April Fools yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I stand by. I stand by that the 2017 Suicide Squad was better listened to than watched. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible thing to say about a film, but I don't remember much of it. But Mostly I remember a lot of what I listened to. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so I don't. I know nothing about last year's one. I completely forgot it came out. Uh, slash, d- probably still didn't know that it came out. It's it's pretty forgettable. Like it's still trying to capture the what Harley Quinn and Margaret Robbie, well, Mar- Margaret Robbie, Margot Robbie, sorry, playing Harley Quinn, what she brings, that craziness of it. <laughs> Ma- Margaret Robbie, you playing Elden Ring again, bro? <laughs> Getting my wires crossed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, because when did Birds of Prey come out? That wasn't last year, but that was- That was uh, 2019, two, right? I think. 2019, yeah. Yeah, and that, that was a much better movie than this movie and the, the previous Suicide Squad. Um, just focusing on Harley makes it good because the bits that Harley gets, she's one part. Oh, I'm completely a psychopath, and I'm just going to say things that are funny, um, and that are dumb. And then next part is okay. I've got to leave this prison where I'm getting tortured. I'm just going to break this guy's neck. I'm just going to kill everybody on the way out. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, 
Funny, Those eh? are my two states before and after I have a Snickers bar. Before you have some popcorn, there's a popcorn kernel stuck in your teeth. <laughs> yeah. But it, it just seems like the, the the Suicide Squad, like the, I think the main guy's name is Bloodsport and he's played by Idris Elba. It just seems like, oh, yeah, you've Hell got to yeah. do it. Yeah, it, it, it just always so like fantastic actor and he's really good in this movie, but it just seems he's, he's also very fantastic. Chirp. Knuckles, <laughs> haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't Knuckles in this movie? Um, yeah. <laughs> the one thing they needed, it just seems like the crossover. Like he, he's sort of set up as like the, for lack of a better word, the main character because he's the leader of the Suicide Squad, and it just sort of seems like he's motivate. He's doing it to sort of keep his daughter out of jail, but literally two minutes of what happens, he's literally like telling his daughter he doesn't really like her and to fuck off and go home because he's to fuck off essentially. And it's just, or if you don't help us, we're going to put your daughter in jail and she's going to end up right here. And he's like, I don't, I don't care. But it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the motivations for all the characters are pretty strange as well. Um, yeah, it was good to see John Cena in it. He's He plays Peacemaker, who was pretty much like a, we'll get peace, peace at any cost, no matter how many men, women or children I have to kill type of thing. And they've got a spin-off <laughs> series for him on Net- uh, on Amazon Prime at the moment. Yeah, he's, good. I think he's supposed to be like the Punisher, but like saying he's doing it to but, keep but, the but peace. But invisible because you can't see him. Yeah. That yeah. Too. It, was, it was just like a floating helmet the whole movie. And it's, it's, it's there's like- <laughs> John Cena really- plays a great invisible man. I heard he was translucent in the boys. Ooh. Oh, yeah, we've got to talk about that as well. Um, oh, we don't have to. There we go. Uh, going over time, yeah, yeah, but it's it's the action scenes are really good in this movie. Sometimes they're a bit overdone. Um, the the sort of big bad guy is a I don't know, like Starro the Conqueror, which is a literal starfish <laughs> that like duplicates itself and lashes onto people and controls them. But it's sort of set up that they're going there to sort of see what's going on in this sort of Cuba esque style country in Latin America. So John Cena just goes to Far Cry 6. Literally, and it's like, well, there's... And fights Patrick Starr. Yeah, and it's weird. And it sort of like does his half critique of American geopolitics where it's like, oh, there's this, this small country in Latin America and there was a rich family that were in charge that were very pro-America. And then the people rose up and killed them. And now the, the regime in charge is anti-American. So now we've got to go in there and topple that regime and see what's going on. It's... And I'm not sure if it means to do that, but it's just fucking weird. And I, it, yeah, it doesn't really seem like a superhero movie or, or a supervillain movie um, until it is. That's just sort of forced yeah. in a bit. And the character, yeah. the, well, the, the characters of like all have their moments where it's like, oh, wow, I'm so broken by society. Or my dad had a drug problem. We lived on the streets, but he invented a machine to talk to rats. And I love rats now. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally one of the the backstories. That's such a weird step to take. Yeah, but like you can sort of tell like a character will be thinking about something or something will happen. And then it's like, all right, cool. We're getting the backstory for your character now. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very predictable. I'm not. So that 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 makes me want to make two comments. Um, One. Remember how uh, in the lead up to Suicide Squad, whatever the 2017 one was. Uh, it was just all the stuff about Jared Leto just being a menace on set, trying to yeah. like yeah. get into the mind of the Joker. And then Suicide Squad comes out, and everyone's like, "Okay, so Joker was in there for all of like eight minutes. He was yeah, they cut all his fine, scenes. Fine, I guess. <laughs> they they cut all of his scenes. 
Which is the original cut nuts. was something completely different. <laughs> it's just, it was just such a forgettable thing. I don't know why. I think it was. I think it's the fact that we're still in the post Morbius era of society that it's just making me just reminded me of that. Post Morbius, um, Morbius is still going. The Morbius sweep oh, no, is still it's, real. It's definitely dead. Um, the other thing it reminds me of the 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 weird critique. Uh, shoot, which one was? Ah, yes, the original Pacific Rim. Someone pointed out this fantastic criticism of the film where the entire point of the Godzilla film back in the, you know, 60s or whenever the hell the original Godzilla came out was done to show the dangers of unchecked nuclear experimentation, right? Because the whole thing was Godzilla was born out of something that got exposed to nuclear radiation, all that stuff, right? Like, yeah, you, go, you guys go, go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm waiting for you to finish your story. Yeah. Just make, making sure I haven't lost you. Yeah. So, uh, throughout the film, Pacific Rim, yeah, giant mechs go and fight giant monsters. Fine. I'm on board. Uh, Godzilla-esque monsters, one would say. And so, the climax of the film in Pacific Rim 1 is a, is, uh, uh, I really wanted to say Aaron Yeager. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, the, the, the main mech, I've forgotten its name, uh, that we are all rooting for fighting a monster that using an EMP blast took out all the other mechs. But the thing is, the thing that allowed it to continue fighting that monster was the fact that it was nuclear powered and therefore immune to the EMP oh, blast. God. <laughs> and, so, and so a few people looked at that and went, so <laughs> are we now pro-nuclear power? Because <laughs> it had completely inverted the entire point of the Godzilla like film idea. And we've gone full I just, circle. I just find that absolutely hilarious. And so it just, I don't know why, it just reminded me of that with you saying that it's this odd critique of like American foreign policy, but doing well, it, it in a way that almost kind of fulfills itself. Yeah, it's just, it's strange. I don't really think it suits. It just sort of seems like it's going against the nature of being like a lighthearted sort of superhero movie. Uh, but mm. it's, it's too, well, supervillain, I guess is the word. Um, I didn't, it, I didn't think it was bad. It was just like, okay. Like if I, Probably won't watch it again. And if you've got some spare time on a plane or something. Do something else. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even say. It, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like if you can't escape it, I guess it's there. Or just have it on in the background. Try try, try, uh, try opening the door. <laughs> <laughs> time to go. All right, hey, Mr. Pilot, there's nothing on. Can you speed this up? <laughs> no, you've got the suicide better, squad. Better use of a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, let me just sleep. Um, but yeah, I'd literally probably... Four or five out of ten, like it. Nah. Yeah, well, I mean, as I say, I completely forgot it was even a film. Well, but but not, how does I'm it rank sure on the John Cena scale? Uh, can't see. Well, he you. saw it, so yeah. Well, I mean, can't he, see he, you he, out he of saw the Savage. film with a minute. Yeah, no, I expected him to do like like a, <laughs> that's a scale. <laughs> I expected him to do like the "you can't see me" joke, but never did. Um, but for, I tell you what, he's fucking jacked in that movie. He's he on, is. He's on some heavy duty. Um, Bull testosterone, I'll tell you that much. Heavy duty chicken and brown rice. And broccoli. It's probably the broccoli he's, he's getting. I don't, oh, eat the, probably I don't eat the broccoli. I don't eat the broccoli, so I'm, that's probably brown. Who, who would? Him. Who yeah. would, honestly? Don't forget, kids, eat your green beans. Yes, but no peas. Even though John Lennon did say, did saying, give peas a chance, they're disgusting. No peas, please. <laughs> I don't know whether to be proud or absolutely disgusted at how quickly you managed to turn that into a shitty John Lennon joke. <laughs> disgusted because it has like, peas in it. Part of 
part of me is actually kind of impressed at like was that preempt did you did you know what you were going in for or did that just come to you no i didn't know what I was, I've, I've said that a lot every time my partner tries to feed me peas and i'm like no nope, don't want to hear about it i know the beetle son give peas a chance but not for me please and then she puts the peas in anyway because <laughs> by the time i've said it all she's like fuck it shut the uh, fuck up are you the type and, of person and, and, and that and has you all down. your foods like separated so they're not touching on the plate <laughs> No, I mix I mix them all to make it into a gruel so it all goes down easier. <laughs> this part of sits down. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> Here's the twin towers. <laughs> oh, four. Ooh, ooh. All right, take it to a break. Come on, man. Bro, you can't just make a 9-11 joke and then say take it to the break. That's not how this works. Anyway, that brings us to the end of Round the Lounge for this week. You <laughs> uh, got a completely unrelated note. Uh, thank you to everyone for that. Uh, I'm not going to discuss the boys. Uh, it was awesome. If if I finish part two, I might do uh, season one and season two. You know, when I finish that, I don't know. Uh, anyway, end of the part one this week. Thank you to everyone for sharing. Uh, and that means that we get to move on to part two for this week, which is of course the news. Starting us off, we have word that uh, whoop, that time of the episode again, boys. Another delay. Probably not for a, probably not too bad though. Prince of Persia this time. Uh, were either of you holding out for this? Not entirely. I'm kind of excited for it, but uh, the remake did look like it was in dire straits, and I actually think this is going to be a pretty significant delay because it sounds like um, moving to another studio, I kind of expect them to just start over. Start again? Yeah. You generally don't shift studios if everything's going well. (laughs) I have played one Prince of Persia game, and it was the one on the Nintendo Wii, and it was... Not very good. Um, the one where it's like to the be fair, you were playing it something. on the Wii. Yeah, the best <laughs> console in the world. How good is it? How hard is it to make me run on the walls with a Wii remote and an Uncharted? Very hard. You excited? You excited for the Switch? Yes. I hope this is coming Excellent. out exclusively for the Switch. <laughs> anyway, uh, this delay uh, brought to you by the Prince of Persia Twitter account. Uh, I don't think they... Yeah, there's no timeline mentioned, but... Yeah, it just uh, says that this... the game's been moved from Ubisoft to Mumbai to Ubisoft Montreal. Yep. So, yeah, I'm I'm with Seth. I think there will be a significant delay as a result. But, uh, compared to what it sounds like, what we might be, what we might have been getting from Ubisoft Mumbai, that this wasn't the worst idea. So... Hopefully it works out. Hopefully it goes well. We will stay tuned. Next up on the list, we have uh, some Skull and Bones. Uh, this Finally. Was... <laughs> this, this was the half of uh, Assassin's Creed 4 that everyone liked, right? The pirate part. How good. Yeah, this is a game where they're like, hey, everyone, we know you like the ship combat from Assassin's Creed 4, so we'll just make a whole game around that. Good. good. That was the best part of the Assassin's Creed. I'm still playing Assassin's Creed, hoping that... To capture some of the dopamine that was released when those pirate things, those pirate things in Black Flag were so good. The combat was great. The shanties that they'd sing. Whoa. Yeah, and that was what eight years ago. Oh man, don't say it like that. I actually need to look that up myself. I think now. it was nice. It was like 20, right. 2013, I think it was, because it came out for the X Bone and the 360. I remember that. It also oh, came out on the Wii U. Oh. Yeah, 2013. So nine years. Maybe for the tenth year anniversary they're bringing out. That's ugh. Need to do some thinking on that. I, I think uh, this was announced YouTube... like the year after Assassin's Creed Four came out as well. Wow. Okay. That's no, surely not. I, surely, I think it was a couple years after it, wasn't it? It, it was. It was a while ago. And look, look, huh. it'll come out when it's ready. 
they'll probably give some did weird either of you guys, announcement soon. Either of you guys play uh, Sly 3? I did. Yes. I did not. Ship combat, how does that compare to Assassin's Creed 4? Assassin's Creed 4 is I'm on a whole other level. Really? I, I would have said Sly 3 had the best ship combat. Nah, have you played Assassin's, Assassin's Creed 4 was really Have you good. played Assassin's Creed 4, man? I don't need to. I've played Sly 3. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the Assassin's okay. Creed 4 think, of the PlayStation 2. <laughs> think, think of however good that you think Assassin's Creed 4 would be, and then think, you know what would make this better? A raccoon. If he was a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He's doing it on uh, That was a great game, though. Slight, it was. Slight, Sly 3 slight, is great. Uh, yeah. Slight tangent, but... Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. What do you make of this news, Seth? It's a video of some, video of some ships. Um, yeah, so, like, the actual news is that, um, uh, the gameplay leaks recently. Uh, I, I, before this, uh, uh, recording started, I tried tracking it down, but Ubisoft has been very fast about taking it down. But, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, after that, uh, Ubisoft very sneakily updated the Skull and Bones story to go, hey, we got some news coming soon. <laughs> Keep it's your like, eyes yeah, on the horizon. It sure does. It sure looks mm. that way. Oh, we'll have to stay tuned for that. Next up on the list, do you want to? Uh, you you want to take this one, Seth? Bit of bit of Final Fantasy news. Sure. Uh, there was a T-shirt um crossover that happened with the Final Fantasy series recently to celebrate the 30th anniversary, and um each game got a shirt, like each numbered game. And uh, because there's nothing to talk about with Final Fantasy 16 yet that's, like, of any importance, uh, their message uh, to their fans was, hey, uh, we're coming to the uh, the final stretch of development. We're getting pretty close to finishing this game. Um, and, uh, yeah, just stay excited. <laughs> but the phrase final stretch of development sounds pretty promising to me. I think it'll hit, like, this fiscal year for Square Enix. So. By by March next year, I expect this to come out. Well, I mean, you know, they they they've had a fantasy, and they said they were in the final version of that, and now we're at sixteen. So, could they really be in the final stretch of development? I mean, it's a different person every time, so it's someone's final fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people die all what the time. What about the players? Um, I mean, I'm looking through all these t-shirts. They're they all, all suck. Suck. At first, yeah, I they're all they bad. Doing- at first, I thought they'd doing Final Fantasy fifteen dirty, but fuck, they've done everybody dirty. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I think the only one that got any halfway decent shirt was like seven and fourteen. No, nah, the seven one shit. Oh, the seven one was shit. Uh, I Maybe think that's it, just my I memory think, playing up on me. Yeah, I think. Well, God, this just looks like YouTuber merch. It does. It does. <laughs> um, it is from Uniqlo, and Uniqlo is like semi good quality. Um, but it's just... Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's good quality, but the design is just yeah. bland. Yeah, yeah I uh, wouldn't wear it. Do you guys own a lot of, like, gamer merch that you wear outside? No. Uh, did I, did I mention the Mudkip shirt? I'm pretty sure I mentioned the Mudkip shirt last week. You did not mention the Mudkip did, did shirt. I, did I not? Oh, okay. Well, I, um, I, at the Nintendo store in New York, went and, uh, looked around and saw my favorite shirt of uh my favorite gaming shirt i should say uh nice uh mudkip blue uh specific specific color uh with a great big mudkip uh imprint on kind of hard to describe like it's like over one shoulder so it's like the mudkip like face coming down one side and then little mudkip insignia on the sleeve uh looks really sick uh i get comments on it 
um, you know, when I'm when I'm wearing it out around the town. Uh, kind of awkward when the six foot two bearded male uh, is getting comments from kids about the shirt that he's wearing. So I've had to be more selective with when I wear it. But very nice shirt. Very very big fan of it. Uh, I also have two Monster Hunter shirts, which ah. are a lot more tasteful. Uh, one's a one's a quest complete, uh, and one's a quest failed with a with like a devil jaw uh, de- devil joe claw mark. Uh, quite enjoy both of those. Do you wear both of them to the club and change the outfit depending <laughs> on your strike rate with the ladies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so so what happens right? Uh, my my target will be just uh, sitting at the bar. Your target. Drinking, uh, my, my target. Stop. Uh, you so, got to rephrase so, that. <laughs> Let's let's go. I, mean, so I, I, will, I know it's a bit, but let's just call it there. I, I will I will uh, lock lock on my camera to the uh, to the large monster in the area. Uh, approach uh, completely <laughs> shirtless with the quest complete and quest failed shirts, one in each hand, uh, and I will say, "Hey, which is it going to be?" Uh, she then calls the police, and I get escorted off the premises. So quest failed, but you know, maybe maybe one day, maybe one, one day, day you get see- that sweet sweet quest complete. One day. I'm I'm looking at these shirts again, by the way, and some of them are fine. I remember I remember now actually being upset that the thirteen shirt is actually pretty okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't how see dare it, it honestly? I yeah, how dare thirteen get a good shirt? <laughs> uh, Steve, do you have any Gemini gaming gaming shirts? Um, not really. I used to own a bunch when I was younger. Then I got rid of oh, it. Oh, I just remembered. I think sorry, Seth's, I think, sorry, I, Steve. I think I think Seth's got something. Um, Patrick, right, I fun. have four PlayStation All Stars shirts. <laughs> what? Sorry. Four of them. You all right, big fella? So uh, the one time I went to the EB Games Expo, that was uh, when they, it was still alive over here. Uh, they had PlayStation All Stars at the um, at the PlayStation kiosk, and I played that a good few times enough to get uh, all four separate T-shirts for the game. What 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 are the t-shirt designs? I didn't realize they did merch for All Stars. Um, it's just the game's logo with one of the characters behind it. I think it was Nathan Drake, Sackboy, and I can't remember the other two. Huh. Seems a little bland. But... It is a bit a little mm. bland, but hey, it, I got it. <laughs> and I just remembered <laughs> 100% worth. I mean, they, they might be worth something someday, maybe. Absolutely not. <laughs> not for PlayStation <laughs> All Stars. Uh, you never know. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got you got any other stuff? Or is that it? Uh that's all I can think of at the moment. Fair enough. I do have uh, you excited for sixteen? Going- oh, no, sorry, oh, you go. Okay. Oh, no, tell, tell us about the Pokemon. Uh, no, 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 I was gonna say I've got like um the Pokemon company did a collaboration with Original Stitch, which is like a collared shirt company. Um and I've got like a rapid. I remember oh, you have mentioned this actually. Yeah, 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 and they're releasing yeah, Sinnoh. The, the, this one's like yeah, so I'll get the, the, this one's like um like tasteful uh less gamer shirt, more just like Good, good, uh, good attire. Uh, feel free to plug it though, because I, I keep forgetting where it's available from. Original Stitch, highly recommend it. They've got like a oh, bunch of new designs Stitch. coming out as well. Um, like they just did a bunch. Did they come of- in brilliant, brilliant and shining varieties. Yes, sure. Why not? They nice, just did a, nice. a bunch of redo of all the Kanto ones as do they, well. Do they? Do they come in Alpha and Omega varieties? <laughs> um, no. S- Sigma Emerald. They do have Gen Free shirts, so yes. <laughs> Um, anyway, back to the initial news story, though. Uh, Seth, you're excited for 16? Yeah, very excited. Um, <gasps> it's it's something I'm highly anticipating. I, I think I recall saying it was my number one ex- anticipa- anticipated game for the year. So, uh, yeah, very excited to hear it's coming soon, hopefully. Steve, you excited? Look, we, you sleep? we have Fair a good enough. time here on the Fast Travel Lounge about 
what games come to Game Pass, what games don't come to Game Pass, what games don't <laughs> even come to the Xbox console itself. So, so the ball, the balls in Final Fantasy score. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, look, they can bring it when, out when it's got an Xbox release date. He'll be excited when it's on because Xbox it's currently Game Pass slated for PlayStation yeah. only. We haven't gotten 14. We haven't gotten the Final Fantasy VII remake, Part One. Hey, ca- counting is hard. 15. Okay, leave it alone. We got yeah, we got 15. We got all the other ones. We just need 14. Maybe yeah, I don't know. It'll <laughs> look realistically. I will cave and get it. Will I cave and get it and a PS5 at the same time, or will I cave and get it on Xbox? The ball's in your court. Um, it's Square Enix that still do it, so, yeah. Yes. It's one of the few things they do left, which is another news option. <laughs> wow, way to cliffhanger the same section. Uh, next up in the list of news this week, we have Redout 2, uh, which is basically Wipeout, but I guess kind of cool that it's getting some love, um, getting a release date. Coming May 26th to what looks like almost every platform, actually. Yeah, I think it's every platform. I I just heard about this uh, today uh, and uh, just seeing the trailer for it, I was really excited for it. Hey, hey, Nintendo, Sony, uh, see see this see this game. Um, yeah, I, I know you guys are doing Mario Kart 8 DLC and uh, Grand Turismo 7, but is, is it, uh, there's very much a a audience for futuristic fast-paced races. Please bring back Wipeout and F-Zero. Please bring back Motorstorm. Wait, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. while you're at it, there's also a fan base for, uh, for, uh... Current gen racing. Yeah. Off-road. Yeah, off-road <laughs> racing, uh, off-road motorbike racing. Uh, so please bring back Motorstorm as well. We, we like games over here. True, true. It's, uh, we, we do, we do. Um, but- yeah, it, it does look very Wipeout-y from the, uh, the, this is a, um, release date trailer available on YouTube. Uh, it looks very Wipeout-y. looks kind of interesting, actually. It's been a while since I've touched a Wipeout-esque game. Yeah, uh, same here. Like this. And this, this does also look like it's going a little more arcade than a Wipeout would because I saw, like, a bunch of, like, big uh, gap jumps and sort of things that uh, I don't remember seeing in Wipeout games. So uh, that could it was be- in the... Uh, is it Wipeout 2048? The the one that was available on Vita. There were some large jumps in that one. That's the one. That's the last Wipeout game I played. Okay. Shout, shout out to the Vita Bros. <laughs> yeah, you're it's exciting. Vita Bros. Sure. It's got to stick together. Rest in peace. There's <laughs> all three of you out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that'll be that'll be cool. I I don't know. To, uh, I'll, I'll see how the reviews go. But that one has piqued my interest a little. Uh, yeah, it yeah, could be interesting. But, it looks fun. Mm, it does. It does. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Next up on the list, however, we have uh, leaked images of Forza Motorsport, uh, which suggests that it might be getting an Xbox One and uh, PC cross-release. PC, I expected. Xbox One, I'm a little disappointed in. But it's still coming to the Series X, though. So it's just Yeah, yeah, it'll still well, be yeah, the Series it's just, X. It's the last-gen console thing that's very surprising. It's sort of... Yeah. Which probably, depending on how long it's been in development for... Not really that surprising, but at the same time, Microsoft isn't really pushing those Series X's and Series S's out. But then they've still got supply chain issues, so maybe this is more of like, hey, I'm sorry you guys can't get it. Here's a downgraded version of our flagship game. Yeah, it's Mm. just we're at that point in the PS5 and Xbox Series S and X lifespan where it's like, okay, we can start phasing out uh, cross-gen exclusives. We kind of need to get some more current gen exclusives that just 
push the hardware because like as much as it's as much as they could say they're uh developing on the current gen and then like scaling it back for the last one there's still design decisions you have to make to make sure that the game works on uh last gen and it could just set uh, if they just fully focus on the new gens then they can uh expand what they can do in the games by a fair margin because mm. you you still got to keep the lowest common denominator in mind yeah that is true yeah and, and it is sort of holding us all back uh but yeah all uh, we can really say at the moment is that uh you, we're just getting like better load times when we're buying these games yeah and you get like it automatically upscales but yeah cool i want it native but yeah to be honest actually i don't know why i really have i don't really have a horse in this race but the simulator racing games like the force motorsport series um are not uh my target game of choice, shall we say? Yeah, fair enough. I, I. You love them though, don't you, Pat? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm in a similar position to what I talked about when I played Grand Turismo Seven. I prefer things like Horizon Five. Really enjoyed Horizon Five. I enjoy playing simulator races, but I don't. Uh, I don't wait for them to come out and then buy them and then play them a shit ton. I just want to give them a go when they're around slash when I'm at someone else's house and I can mooch off them, forking out a bunch of money for a game that I'm not going to use that much. But <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I was given the option between Motorsport and Horizon 5, I'd take Horizon 5 every day of the week. But that doesn't mean that I'm not interested to try Motorsport, you know, just to you know, see see what it's like. But it's not something that I'd, that I'd buy unless it was on sale. So what if... Or there, unless it was, like, really well-reviewed. What if there was, like, some sort of service that you could pay a monthly subscription for and you and could... And I get free games? And you can, yeah. <laughs> Would you... Is it really free if you're paying for the service? Yes. Seth, stay out of this, all right? Is it... <laughs> Steve, c- continue whispering sweet nothings to me. Continue. So essentially you're paying for the subscription and you get all these games for free. The, the newest Microsoft hits, some indie titles, even some cross-gen stuff. EA. Yeah, you got EA on there. Not even 12 they, months they later, eight months later. They might not be like the most out. enticing thing at the moment, but there, there's something there. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of games on that, big fella. And there's a button. The, 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 way, the way that you're offering this to me, it seems like something that I cannot possibly pass up. Yeah, there's a lot of um, games that you cannot pass up on that. Would you like to tell me the name of this service? It escapes me. It's the uh, Washington Redskins Go Fuck Yourself Christmas Special, or whatever that great South Park episode name was. They're not called the Washington Redskins anymore. <laughs> Is it? No, I'm pretty sure the South Park episode helped put a nail in that coffin. But uh-huh, okay. still an excellent episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, no, get the, Game uh, Pass. That's where I'm trying to go. Get Game Pass. If you want to play this game, <laughs> oh, get Game Pass. Oh, we're talking about Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. I thought we were talking about PS Plus. What's that? Do they even have <laughs> games on that? Exactly. Not yet, they uh, don't. <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online Pro. Actually, uh, no, they do. They have FIFA right now. <laughs> Ooh, that's what we Can't want. Wait. And, and uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom as well? Or is that something That else was last saw? month. Ah, uh, okay. Let's <laughs> still take that over FIFA. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, next, next up on the list, we have what might be the greatest lawsuit I've seen in a long time in the games industry, where we have New York taking on Activision Blizzard because New York feels that Bobby Kotick only tried to get bought out by someone to stop himself getting sued because of all the dodgy shit he's been doing as the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Which, amazing. Just chef's kiss of a lawsuit. This is the best lawsuit. (laughs) Like, it's New York just going, no, own up to the shitty things you've been doing. Don't use use Microsoft's buyouts to escape it. it's, it's It's not, like, employees of Activision Blizzard. It's not other people in the industry it's new york 
the yeah, place. If, yeah, if the city of New York is doing it. <laughs> and and also a big point of it was that uh, they're, they're claiming that if the deal goes through, then Bobby Kotick uh, stands to gain hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, which is basically his golden parachute, and they don't want him to have that golden parachute. I- I've never supported New York more than I have right at this very moment. Yeah. I, I really hope this goes through and Kotick gets fucks. Yeah. I, I just, I love the idea of New York, the place, removing Bobby Kotick's golden parachute. It'd be some sweet justice. And <laughs> no, it's, it's just it's a great like the Microsoft deal goes through as well. So he, he, he loses the company and he doesn't get the, uh, the payout from it. Yeah. That, that's a true uh, good future. Best ending. Yeah, I just, I find, yeah, best ending indeed. Uh, anything you want to add to this, uh, Steve? Eh, look. He'll get what he deserves. Let's put it like that. <laughs> Look, balls in Bobby Kotick's court. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think the ball is in New York's court. <laughs> and New York's a pretty big place. That's a pretty big court. <laughs> uh, next up on the list. Uh, Seth, uh, are you feeling like the $11,000 in your bank account is feeling rather heavy and you really wish that you had a one-sixth scale model with which to spend it on? That's awfully specific, but yes, that, that is exactly well, then- how I'm feeling. Boy, do I have the one sixth scale Final Fantasy VI, uh, f- uh, f- yeah, figure. <laughs> diorama. I, want di- I wanted to say diorama, but it sounds like a kid's macrame project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a one sixth scale figure of uh, Terra from Final Fantasy VI, uh, which, yeah, could be yours for the small price of $11,000. It's, it's also like the size of your chest. Uh, people are people are pointing out like this is uh, this is just as expensive as a Honda in Japan as well. The N box. <laughs> Didn't the um developer of Final Fantasy VI come out and be like, mm, "That's a lot of money" or something like yeah, that? He, yeah, he's like, "Are you okay, Square Enix?" Yeah, that was the yeah, <laughs> What's going it, on yeah. over there? He probably because he's not seen any of that fucking money. I wonder how much they're going to sell of them. God, I'd be surprised if um, they. I'd I'd be surprised if they get into triple digits for this. Well, I mean, it's it's. Uh, so there's yeah, only six hundred only six hundred six hundred pieces made. I like how they yeah. call it a piece. Um, <laughs> collect all six hundred dioramas. Um, so it's six hundred times eleven thousand. <laughs> Hang on, let me bring out the calculator. I'm not doing that in my head. Man, bear with me. Someone it's, play uh, some hold music. Wait, was, was the uh, oh, is that is that where your mind went? My mine went to the uh, the the Wii menu music. It's six million six hundred thousand dollars, which is a fucking pretty easy calculation. It would have been easier. <laughs> yeah, I I could have told you that, but why I, don't you I, do it then? I, you I just really let me carry to... on like a fuckwit, man. But then our lovely listeners wouldn't have got to hear my beautiful rendition of the Wii Sports me- uh, the the Wii menu music. <laughs> That is. So you, you tell me who the real who the real winner is here. Us for having heard the Wii the Wii music. Did the Wii U have music? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So six six point <laughs> six million dollars if you want to get all of those Final Fantasy figures. Which is amazing because that means that if they sell all six hundred of them, they only have to then come up with a further one hundred and ninety four million dollars to recoup the cost on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> And yeah, that, at that, that point, was, that, they're already that was most such of the a way good there. segue, Pat. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's done it again. <laughs> yeah. Really bringing your A game. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> Which, uh, for, for context, 
uh, Square Enix lost $200 million. <laughs> on their Marvel games. <laughs> yeah, for their Marvel games. Um, between Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Marvel what, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. I wonder how much of that was just Avengers. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, like, it didn't do poorly. It's probably, it's probably one of those, like, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy lost, like, $30 or something, and then <laughs> Avengers lost $199 million. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's, let's just tie them both together. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll average it out. It, it seems better that way. <laughs> well, Guardians uh, of the but, Galaxy, yeah, that's- speak, but going back to Game Pass, um, Guardians of the Galaxy came to Game Pass <laughs> recently, so there must be wow. some sort of deal there. Um, Two we, fantastic segues. We we also talked about Guardians of the Galaxy on a podcast before. Yeah, go back and listen yeah. to whatever episode that was. Shout out to that episode. <laughs> you know what? Just listen to our entire backlog until you get it, and then once yeah. you do listen and to then, that, just listen to the rest of the backlog, and then give yeah, us money. And then, and then once, and then and then once you do that, tell your friends about it, but don't tell them what episode it is. And that way, they have to also listen to the entire backlog. And maybe they'll think like of, us enough think, to listen past the, the Guardians of the Galaxy talk as well. Think, think of how great the meme is when you tell your friends, oh yeah, no, just listen to all 21 episodes of the absolute banger that is Fast Travel Lounge. And they say, that's crazy. Isn't Guardians of the Galaxy only in the last five episodes? And you go, well, is it? You'll have to, tell, you'll have to listen to all of them and tell me. And then, they, and then you and, and them get to have all these like fantastic in-jokes and you get to develop these really unhealthy parasocial relationships with all of us. Uh, it's, it's great. It's a whole thing. You have to be there. Keep telling yourself that. So anyway, back to back to Squeenix losing a shit ton of money. <laughs> uh, so this this article, I don't know that there's too much detail that we need to go into. We've sort of talked about how absolute dog shit uh, Avengers was and how actually pretty good Guardians of the Galaxy was. Uh, this is uh, an article brought to you by Dual Shockers. Thanks to them for that. Uh, also in Squeenix news, um, we have Embracer Group uh, acquiring. Like all, all of all of Squeenix, all of Western Squeenix. You know, you know how we just said that they lost uh, uh two hundred million off that uh yeah. Avengers and uh, Gu- uh Guardians of the Galaxy deal. What if we said that yes. they just uh, made a uh, they made a sale for three hundred million and made all that uh, all that money back and an extra hundred million by selling <laughs> off the developers that made those games? <laughs> you might think, wow, that seems like a great deal. What well, are they going to do with all that money? It probably was because I. Yeah. It, it seems like they were trying to get rid of their entire Western branch for some time. Hmm. Mm. And it, there's like a weird mix of things in here too, and it, all of it's going to the same group. Uh. So there's you know like Life is Strange, Deus Ex, uh, they, Tomb Raider. They're actually keeping Life is Strange. Oh, they're keeping that. Okay. They're, they're cool. keeping um, Life ones. is Strange. Uh, they're keeping Life is Strange, Just Cause, and Outriders. Ah, I see. Which is strange, because Just Cause hasn't done anything. Outriders has- Just, just oh, Cause went downhill after two. Outriders has a new expansion pack coming out this year, or just came out, or something? I don't know, I don't I believe it. it just came out, or it's okay. just about to, but it came out buggy. Oh, fun. Big surprise there. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy, so did Just Cause 4. Save but the line, live service I believe game. Outriders it has been semi-successful. Which is why they probably kept their hands on it. Oh, I've, yeah, I've heard it's like an okay game, but it's like a live service game, and but it's like a single yeah. player live service game or something. Um, yeah, I look, I don't know, I don't play it. It's on Game Pass, but <laughs> shilling that. So, that's probably why it's semi successful. <laughs> hmm, I'm seeing a um, so, correlation here, fellas. I'm not saying correlation equals causation, but but you're also not not saying. Yeah, maybe do your own research. <laughs> Come up with your own conclusion. 
tell us what you should think. <laughs> tell us what we should think. Uh, Steve, let, let me let me paint you a picture. You you are you sitting down? Uh, yes, I'm sitting down on the fast travel lounge. Close your eyes. Imagine oh, drift, drift off into. I'm asleep. Into. You know, oh no, monsters! Go on, open, open them. Open them. You don't want it to be too dark. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So so you're 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 drifting off to your happy place. You are Squeenix, and you've just made. $300 million selling off a bunch of things that maybe you shouldn't have. I don't know. We'll figure Hold that on, one out Did later. we say where so, they sold them off to, by no, the they, way? That's the bit. That's the bit. Yeah, em, embra- em, em, embrace a group. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the people we, at we, the, we, we mentioned the, that. Basically THQ Nordic, but they also own uh, Gearbox, Gearbox and yeah, uh, right. Deep Silver, the Saints Row people. Ah, yeah. Yeah, the Embracer group's coming up and up and coming. Um, they've they've been around for a while, and they're just basically becoming this big shell corporation that's just owning a lot of game developers. Y- yay! <laughs> Are we in favor of this? I don't know. <laughs> um, for for these um for the developers that that were just bought out from Square Enix, I kind of feel yay about it because like a lot of these franchises were either not being utilized or utilized poorly by Square Enix. Like, uh, Deus Ex's last game was absolutely fucks because of Square Enix meddling and maybe now that can come back but with the developers actually doing what they want with the game instead of uh being pushed to make what Square Enix wanted it to be where they was the last that- one Mankind Divided or is there another one uh I think it was Mankind Divided um there's yeah, human, revolution. human Revolution was the good one yeah Human that, Revolution that, that, that was the good one. one yeah yeah that, that that was number two in the series or or not the most recent one I know yeah. that there was one more recent after that but I don't know if there was another one or if it's that that same one something divided no no it was mankind divided and there was a lot of our um, meddling from square enix that's like dlc meddling and other things and that yeah they oh, ruined great. the game yeah love that <laughs> and love they had like these really bad pre-order incentives that like locked content of the game if you didn't pre-order the game perfect that's exactly how i want my dystopian future to be brought about yeah via so- the dlc for the dystopian future video game i'm playing Exactly. So yeah, like being bought out by Embracer Group could be seen as a positive for basically <laughs> the entirety of Square Enix's Western division. Bad ending. Embracer Group looks at that and went, fuck yeah. <laughs> More of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to wait and see. So uh, back to Steve's happy place. Uh, you've just, you, you are Square Enix. You've just made $300 million in a deal selling off a bunch of IP. Uh, gut feeling. Three, two, one. Where do you put that three hundred million dollars? Uh, What's the first thing you do? Into a picture. What do you, what do you into a picture of some bored-looking apes. What? what? That's can't that's, go wrong. That's so stupid, and and that that couldn't possibly be a good business idea, Steve. Why would you? Why would you possibly do that as Squeenix? Like that. Surely you have more responsibility than that. But so the see, I- see what you, what you need to actually do is dump it all into Farm Fancy fourteen. And then it might be able to come to Xbox, and we can bring Temtem over as well. I think you're onto something there. And then we can put the board apes that, that on there, be... and it would only be on my copy because it's non fungible. Hmm, all right, you might be onto something. It would, it would still be more believable than them actually going and and doing it. The the total mad lads dropping three hundred million dollars on fucking blockchain. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like it's not even onto the blockchain itself. It's like. Uh, 300 million is going towards like them uh, researching the blockchain for their games. So it's basically just them selling those developers, getting a very small amount of money, like 300 million is nothing for this purchase, and then just setting it on fire, like and literally then, no, just no, no, setting no, no, the no. money on and fire. Then, no, no, and then and then betting it all on red. 
Yeah. Sure hope it doesn't go black. <laughs> Maybe they're going oh, what's it. that? It's going black. <laughs> oh no, everything's on fire. Uh, maybe Final Fantasy 16. 92% of the NFT market just disappeared. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They got right at the bad time. Maybe Final Fantasy 16 is going to be an NFT. Crypto Bros, if you're listening, I just want to say. Hold those L's. Hold them tight. It's you not, deserve them. Good. It's not, an, it's not a loss until you pull good. out, boys. Hold, hold. To the moon. To the moon. <laughs> I hope it craters. So here we have uh, Squinix deciding that they're just going to drop 300 million on NFTs. Uh, like, you know, as, as you guys were saying, it's not even like, you know, NFT technology or anything kind of interesting or different with NFTs. It's actually just, just an NFT investment, isn't it? It's uh, them investing in like being able to make games or content on the blockchain is what I understand it to be. Oh, so stupid. So basically Square Enix wants to sell NFTs and that's what 300 million is going towards. I hope uh, that the internet gives this the respect and credit it deserves and absolutely ridicules it into the ground like they've done with most other NFT like news announcements, launches from the media industry recently. Yeah, no. Um, uh, Square Enix's Enix president has been saying they've been interested in NFT stuff since uh, Square Enix did a Happy New Year's message this year. And everyone's been giving them shit the entire time. Some of them was like benefit of doubt of like, maybe he's just saying it because investors are crazy and want him to say that. And he's trying to keep them happy to keep their stocks up. But no, the more time passes, the more it's like, oh, no, he's an actual crazy person that's going to go through with it. Absolute mad lad. Got to spend money to make money, but. In terms of, uh, in terms of blockchain tech, though, uh, like cryptocurrencies and particularly the theft of cryptocurrencies is how North Korea funds, like, most of its government spending. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, I don't know. Uh, the, um, shout out to the Risky Biz podcast, which definitely should, be, uh, definitely should listen to if you're interested in more of the kind of cybersecurity side of stuff. But they've started coining the term of uh, crypto bros being Kim Jong-un Patreon supporters. And uh, I quite like that term. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I, I, I think it was ballpark 20-ish percent of North Korea's GDP is off of crypto theft. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's, I, that's insane. I know, that it's not, I know that it's not directly related to this news story with, like, NFT tech and Squeenix dropping 300 million on it, but it's just like, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, either way, world's fucked. See you all at the bottom. <laughs> um, but that does bring us to the end of news for this week. Ending on that absolutely delightful note. Uh, audience question for this week. Uh, <laughs> Steve, you want to introduce who gave us the audience question this week? Um, I can't, what did I say? Um, who gave us this question? So um, this is from swag underscore boy underscore 420. Okay, yeah, cool. boy. wonder how you got that elusive gamer tag. Snipes that up in uh, 2008 Xbox Live. Oh, oh yeah. I think he said that he's- he, he doesn't have uh, XX on either side of the name, though, so, you have, know, is, is he serious? After a 360 tomahawked him across the map in Call of Duty Black Ops, he <laughs> said he slept with my mum, so I don't think he's got yeah. any swag, actually. Give, give and take. Who needs weed uh, when you got swag, right, fellas? Anyway, they, they ask, uh, do you all prefer headphones or speakers when playing games? Um, interesting question, actually. We haven't really talked about, like, 
how it is that we play games compared to just you know what it is about the games that we enjoy doing so um yeah interesting question uh kind of annoying that it's phrased as do you all prefer because there is not going to be a consensus on this uh josh what do you think and Thank naturally, you, even without 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 even saying anything, he's still wrong. Crazy. No, he can't um, hear us. So, he's what, got what's... AirPods in. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't play games with AirPods. They're shit. That's that's fucked, bro. Come on. It's wireless, but I expect someone. I expect better from someone that thinks chalky milk could possibly be a soup, uh, and that's saying something. Um, Seth, how do you play? Uh, headphones or, or AirPods? Oh, so so God for audio quality, I do headphones like headphones or speakers. Jesus. <laughs> So for audio quality, I do think headphones are the way to go. And when I can, I do go that way. But usually I just play through speakers just because um, for a while it was just easier for me to set up, like not set up my headphones and just play from whatever speakers were available. But now that I've got like this Go XLR setup going, I can actually do more uh, headphone <laughs> stuff with um, with my PC games. And that's where I'm leaning towards now. Do you know how close that sounded to a sponsored segment? Uh, pretty <laughs> Thanks close, to my yeah. new Go XLR setup. <laughs> I've been calling it Goxler when you guys like write it out. So obviously you have to say every letter. Okay, thanks for that. You, you say the Go and then you say the XLR as letters. Goxler. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I... Never in my life would I consider reading it that stupidly. And I'm still disappointed. Um, Steve, how do you play? Um, usually, so, uh, actually, so in my younger days when I had an Xbox 360, um, my parents liked to encourage me to game because it kept me away from drugs and alcohol. Um, especially when you're 15, 16, those are bad. And look at you now. Look at me now. And I run a very successful podcast. Um, run. (laughs) Run, run, he says. But anyway, so I had like a, a gaming chair that had speakers in the back. And you would plug the, yeah, it was, and it was like like a rocking chair type of thing. It was, yeah, I know oh exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's absolute like peak mid two thousands gaming. Yeah, it was, gaming setup. And I like genuinely loved it so much. Um, and like it, it eventually got to the point where it was like when I got my Xbox um one and it only had a HDMI port, it like wouldn't plug in anymore because it needed the what were the the three jack thing called. Um, I don't know, but I mean, it was a yellow, white, and red. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah yellow, 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 white, red is the uh, the RCA pins. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it, yeah, there was obviously no um, HDMI in input to this fucking gaming chair, just for the sound. Um, so then it just became <laughs> sort of like a rocking chair. Then I had to sort of just play sound out of speakers. Um, I'm not even sure if the that gaming chair had good speakers. They just had like good, like they had, it was just close to my ears, so it sounded really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, yeah, I think about every now and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should look it up. And I don't really think those exist anymore. <laughs> they do. They do? Oh, cool. Um, I'm I, pretty sure they do. Because every time I see like gaming chair, like I type in gaming chairs onto Google, it just gives you like a bunch of like, this is like really- secret labs and uh, yeah. all those sort of ones. Yeah, this is really comfortable mm. and ergonomic for your back. And I'm like, oh. Well, because I typically play all my gaming on like the couch and I sit at a fucking 90 degree angle with my spine twisted into like 720 degrees so my lumbar's <laughs> fucked you, anyway you don't shrimp <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, no i don't yeah, you got a shrimp bro I, I go the other way bro it's like my um yeah anyway that's my whoa big man with the reverse shrimp <laughs> position <laughs> i'm my spine um <laughs> usually, yeah usually i'm like sort of sitting down and like 
my shoulder blades, that's where I start to bend into the the couch. <laughs> um, so, so um, like crazy, crazy, just, you know, just throwing this question out there. So do you play with speakers or, or headphones? <laughs> I don't care. What, what, why are you asking? <laughs> um, We're not talking about gaming chairs. Um, when, when you're getting your spine realigned, would you prefer to listen to music uh, with headphones or in speakers? So I do prefer speakers just because it's like... Uh, just convenient. Like, yeah, just convenient. I just turn it on and go. Um, but then, um, now that me and my partner lived or we've lived together for a while, I can I understand that our video games have the same music that's sort of on a loop. And if you're not playing a game, that can be quite frustrating and literally drive you to the point of madness. Um, so I do have headphones for when she's around, and the sound quality is a lot better. And it, I do get the. The is it the 3D audio that you can sort of tell which way they're coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it does sort like of it does surround audio. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it does sort of just plug into. I set it up so it just plugs straight into the Xbox or the PlayStation controllers, and it automatically turn, mutes the TV and it sets it up. So that's really good. Um, the fucking Switch doesn't have the same things. So I've got to get out my wireless. Um, Shitty things for that. But that's Do you fine. remember that shitty adapter that they were going to sell with Splatoon 2 for voice chat? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they fucking got away God, with that. God, that was horrible. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... T- and then instead, instead they run the first party solution of... I mean, you guys all have phones, right? Just... <laughs> You use your phone. Yeah, use the phone app. Dumbass. Right? But what if I wanted to listen to- Yeah, yeah, to but the, the thing was, uh, it was, um, uh, you plug your phone into one end of the jack, and then you plug the, um, uh, you plug the switch into the other so that, um, uh, the speakers will play both the game audio and, uh, your, uh, Discord call audio, like, if you were doing a proper voice chat, because they didn't want to put voice chat into the system itself. That's horrific. It is. It's the most fucking goofiest thing. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. <laughs> Let me just swear at four-year-olds playing Splatoon 2 online. Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> Let me do it. Man, it's, it's actually surprising how satisfying it is destroying 12-year-olds in Splatoon. <laughs> so dropping slurs on four-year-olds? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ask them what that means, kids. <laughs> Ooh, that, that, man, that Splatoon was buffs, bussin'. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> you you gotta get with that TikTok crowd, right? Um, yeah. So to answer the original question, um, both are good. <laughs> Patrick, do you have a preference? <laughs> yeah, headphones. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> you don't no, have I, um, good quality speakers. I, no, I don't. So I um I do you want to tell everyone out- about how you played Monster Hunter for Switch <laughs> 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 for an entire yeah, okay. year? <laughs> <laughs> a, okay, fair, fair. I feel I feel like you're trying to personally attack. I count it as a point of pride, personally. But, um, so when I when I moved out of the house, um, I I was poor, crazy. I know, uh, and so I had a pair of shitty headphones and a and I found a great deal on some very very shitty Logitech desktop speakers, which um, I think I still have, but I haven't used in years. Uh, but the speakers were just god awful. Um, couldn't really get a huge amount of use out of them. They were like okay for listening to music. They were shitty for playing games, like especially because I'm usually usually when I'm playing games, I'm I'm in voice chat with people. Just having a headset just made way more sense. So I bought a uh, 
still like I'm I'm using the the headphones currently. Uh, a really nice uh, HyperX Cloud something something headset, which cost me I think ninety bucks on special, maybe Ooh. like somewhere between ninety and one hundred and twenty bucks on special. Uh, bought it four or five years ago. Still using it. It's just my favorite headset. Fits my head, which is rare because I've got a huge fucking brain. Um, well, large skull. <laughs> uh, but Still yeah, frag. ended up using. <laughs> yeah, end up using headphones so um Seth's alluding to uh when i play switch i either play it uh like i'm sitting at my computer now right this is my my, my gaming setup uh and so when i want to play switch either i'll play it handheld sitting at the desk where i am now or i will plug it into one of the monitors and then just you know use the other monitor for like watching something or whatever else i'm doing and so you run into a problem where if you want to say uh, play Switch docked, but sit in voice chat with the boys, uh, you don't get sound from Switch. And so uh, I was okay with this, but apparently it was weird that I was just playing Switch muted for like a year. <laughs> Which, like, even now, if I, um, uh, even now, like, if I wanted to play Switch, I would probably still play it muted because I would prefer to listen to anything else mostly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm big advocate for uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a Chad headphones enjoyer. Versus, yeah, especially for yeah. handheld gaming, like just 3ds and Vita speakers are shit. So putting a good pair of headphones in for those whoa, just whoa, does whoa, so whoa, much. Whoa, whoa! I'm not gonna sit here and say that blasting the 3ds speakers on a packed train isn't the most <laughs> alpha thing to do. I mean, it is, but also just just for your own like. Quality's sake, it it's uh, you're not doing the Pokemon music justice. I mean, Steve, Steve, that that's even more of a baller move because that's 3D audio you're blasting from a 3DS, so they know exactly Ooh. where it's coming from. <laughs> Only if you have the 3D slider all the way up. <laughs> all the way up. <laughs> when you slide it all the way down, the speakers are just mono. <laughs> that's that's awful, but also could could believably be true. I I trust Nintendo to do that. I'd believe it. Yeah. I I remember when Monster Hunter Four had use of the 3D slider, and then they got to Generations, and they're like, "We're only releasing this on 3DS. Should we use 3D?" And Capcom went, "Nah." Have you seen the 3D? Hey, the 3D in Monster Hunter Four actually really enjoyable. Not like you want it on all the time, but it felt different enough that it was novel to turn it on every once in a while just to experience playing Monster Hunter in 3D. The 3D Kid Icarus Uprising was also very nice. Haven't played it. Does it feel like you're flying or something? Is it blowing wind into your face? (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. It's making me feel like Kid Icarus and Uprising. Icarus himself blows the wind into your face. Anyway, thank you for that question. Swag, swag boy four twenty. You didn't say the underscores. Uh... Capsule S swag <laughs> underscore boy underscore four twenty. Sorry, it's uh, it's it's Pokemon Legends colon Arceus. Uh, <laughs> you got to get over your fetish of punctuation, Steve. It's not healthy. Um, anyway, uh, if you or someone you know has a question you'd like us to answer, get in touch. Uh, we're we we uh, on uh, Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge, Twitter at Fast Travel Lounge minus one of the L's, or Gmail 
uh, bastardlounge at gmail.com. Uh, if you've enjoyed what you have been hearing of this episode, feel free to like, rate, share, follow, what have you. Leave a, leave a star review. Leave a comment. Um, do that on whatever applicable uh, service you're listening to this podcast on. Uh, this basically brings us to the end of episode 22. Next week, Last of Us 2 discussion, most likely. Uh, Seth, Ace Attorney discussion, perhaps? Maybe, but also uh, I'm going to go watch Doctor Strange, so I will most definitely talk about that. I see. I might have to make a point to go and watch that myself. Uh, Josh. <laughs> Thank uh, you, let's, Josh. Let's see if... <laughs> Yeah, let's see if he shows up next week. Actually, part of me, part of me thinks that it pro- it, it it might get interesting if he does, just because uh, we didn't talk about it. But he had he finished Last of Us Part One uh, today. Yeah, he could, think, yeah, specific, today specifically so he could last night. Yeah, yeah. He finished last night. Got a PS Five and everything <laughs> for it. Fuck with. <laughs> he asked it. He asked me and Jake uh, what game he Absolute should play buffoon. next between Bloodborne. Assassin's Creed 4 and Days Gone, I think it was. Oh, none and of those. Play Last of Us Part 2. He he doesn't have it and he doesn't want to pay $60 for it just oh, yet because he wants it digital. Oh, it'll, I'm going, it'll go on sale pretty fast. It'll, yeah, it'll go on sale yeah. pretty soon. It's almost mid-year sale time. But yeah, I, t- I said Assassin's Creed 4 and he's like, yeah, I played it for an hour. It's shit. I fucking... It. You can't fucking... Ah. Oh, you don't get to the anyway. good anyway. He didn't even get to the boat if he's only played for an hour. An hour doesn't even give you a taste, but whatever. Do you agree with Josh's opinion? No. Let us know. Get, get money. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. I, I I definitely want to hear from an audience member if they agree with any of Josh's takes. <laughs> like any any one of them. I I just want to talk. Okay, just just want to talk. Hey, he's just asking questions. Uh, anyway, that does bring us to the end of episode twenty-two. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Seth and Steve. And we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Happy birthday, May. And may the fourth be with you. Today's Revenge of the Fifth. <laughs>